Hello and welcome to Low Initiative, a D&D podcast for loose friends and looser NPCs. Nope, not that. Bad roles and worse acting? Getting closer. I'm Adam, and I play the character of Rot. And I'm Nathan, your dungeon master. Anyways, let's start the show. Alright, so I thought uh, since we all kind of had our own adventures that maybe we could each do our own verse of a song, you know? I thought that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Rock, do you want to get us started here? I ended up at the community center, a place where they try to make hard lives better. Revenant, Laverna, Kenzo, and me came up with a plan to become wealthy. A grift, a heist, a job to steal, to give tieflings another meal. We stole, we burned, we laughed a lot. It all went well until Laverna got shot. Kenzo ended up at the bottom of the sea. Laverna took an arrow to the lung. Kids with a locked horn embrace. Rot then had to flee the place. Back at the center, Laverna said, Rot, it's your fault that my sister's dead. Revenant told Rot to change his ways. Now let's see if his broken evil heart can sway. Wow, Rot, that uh, that rocked. Let's see if uh, I can remember what I did. The teleporting was botched, but I didn't get far. I just got sent to the wrong bar. I met a nice girl named M, and we went to the park. Nothing crazy happened, I just played music till dark. At least that's what M said, but it really does seem like there's more to this story, like a forgotten dream. I remember purple people who were trying to stop evil, and my music made the evil creatures pop. So they needed me to foil the plot. So I jumped up on the stage and flew into a rage of lightning licks and power chords. But there would be no fame or awards. I woke up on the anvil in floorboards. Oh, uh, but maybe that was just a dream. I don't know. It's all its all kind of fuzzy. Uh, Andrew, you want to go next? All right, Andrew. You've heard Will do this countless times. You can do it. Wound up in a bar underneath the streets. Met a cute girl watching the cloth feet. Her and her brother taught me how to ride. I wasn't very good, so Finn said he had to slide. Walking back to my friends, I overheard some guards. Ran back to Imaka's troubles in the cars. We raced to Vin to find him almost dying. I saved his life to keep Ima from crying. Man, that was fire. You guys are doing great. Uh, Daphne, I think it's just you left. But you don't, you don't want to rap? Do you, do you just want to say it? Okay. Uh, I don't know what everybody else was doing, but I was transported to a factory where we were able to create a countermeasure to the dragon's lightning breath, and I was given the knowledge for the price of my arm. So we created a new arm for me. How do you guys want to do this? We can have you guys individually come back. Uh, I've got the order based on kind of how long your adventures took and when they ended timeline-wise. Or do we want to just kind of say everyone came back at some point in the night and then you guys are waking up the next morning? I like us all coming back for narrative-wise, but I'm up for what everyone wants to do. Well, is there anything going on at the bar that night? There's terrible, there's like terrible stand-up. <laughs> open mic night and then my wife walked in and she said honey that's not a cockatrice put on what's the deal 
Oh, so Daphne makes it back to the Anvil Inn first. Uh, she's still a little rough from her adventure. And her and Kaneth, or Kaneth, heads up to her room. Daphne, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go meditate. Are you meditating upstairs or are you meditating in like a side room? Upstairs. Okay. So you've headed up upstairs. The next one who would be arriving back based on time of day would be Will. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I just kind of, uh, I stumble in and I, I say, uh, wow, that was one of the best. That was one of the best gigs of my whole life. Guys, guys. Does anyone anyone hear, want to hear about my story? Oh, Sugar, I'd love to hear about your story. The only one of your friends that's returned is um is Daphne. She went upstairs. She was looking mighty rough. All right. Well, I I probably shouldn't bother her. Uh, maybe I'll just go. I'll go rest. That's fine. I'll just I'll just I'll just, I'll just write in my diary. That's fine. Well, I mean, if if you're sure. Uh, where are you gonna write in your diary at? I'm gonna. Do we have like our own like kind of rooms and stuff like our our long-standing like reservations or whatever? Yes. Cool. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna uh, lay on my bed, you know, lay on my stomach with my feet, you know, popped up, you know, and then just kind of scribbling my my little diary about the the fun adventure that I had, and then probably drift off a little bit. Okay. Next one uh, should be returning would be Rot. The Padmala and you know the boys inside the inside the bar hear a loud clanking approach. And Rot walks in <laughs> with metal just clink, clank, clink, clank. And he bops his chest and like, hello, <laughs> I'm back. I'm, I'm so happy. I've never uh, felt this good. I'm making the world a better place. Sal, <laughs> Sal, come here, come here. Oh, no, I don't like this. No, come here. And I, I really put my arm around like, pop me right here in the chest. Go ahead, try it. This, this does not go well for me. Come on, you know, man, just give me a little dig. I'm going to show you, you something. Know this? Okay. Okay. Oh shit, I don't have my dice. Just give me a quick little pop. I want to show you something. <laughs> Your boy's got new armor and an accent now. <laughs> nice, Jesus. All right, Sal, come on. Right here. Right in the chest. Or right in the oh, man. Come on. Just give me a little, like, you know, you're in the ring, you know, give me a little pop. pop. <laughs> oh, oh, geez. There's a 19 hit. <laughs> oh, shit. God. Oh. Okay, <laughs> you, uh, uh, ooh, that, well, it's okay, I forgive you, I'm, I'm turning over a new leaf, boys. Oh, you didn't know? I used to be a champion prize fight boxer. Ah, and I give him a little noogie. Yeah, go ahead, take three damage. Yeah, I, I think, but I give him a little noogie, it's like, <laughs> it's okay, I'm turning over a new leaf. Where's everyone at? <laughs> I want to show off this flashy thing. <laughs> you know, we've only seen Daphne and, uh, and William, and they're, they're upstairs in the rooms. Oh, what time of day? It's it's pretty dark at this time. Oh, I'll I'll show them in the morning, and I just uh, grab a seat and crack a book with my feet up on the table. Okay, you're you've got your book cracked, feet up on the table. When probably a little midnight ish, midnight adjacent, Ander returns. Oh man, that was that was something else. Okay, uh, hey Padvala, uh, is everybody else here? Oh. Hey, Rot. I'll, I'll, I'll walk over to him. Hey! And I, he, I jump up and give you a big hug. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, that's my boy. I missed you. I'm so worried about all of you. I tell you what, it's nice to be back together. The whole, the whole good guy crew. Uh, yeah, I missed you guys too. I, what happened? You want to talk about it now or you want to wait till morning when uh, the old sleepyheads upstairs are joining us? Oh, the others are back already? Okay. Yeah, you're, uh, you're the last one, it sounds like. 
Okay. Um, I it is pretty late. We should probably rest. All right. I sit back down. I'm really looking forward to hearing all of their uh, stories. Oh, likewise, my friend. I'll get up there and get some rest, and I give you a little pop on the butt. Ooh, thank you. I sit back down and start reading my Draconic to English book. <laughs> oh, I see you're making good progress. <laughs> that is not a polite thing to say in mixed companies. Ah, <laughs> oh, pigs be. Missed you too, you scamp. Hey, just a heads up. Don't worry about any of the notes in there. That's totally nothing. Yeah, it's weird. Most of your notes are drawings. <laughs> and uh, I can't make out what this giant thing is. Uh, are you holding a, 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 a club? A sword? I don't know. Whatever. Don't worry about it. I won't. And with that, Bigsby and McGillicuddy scampers off to bed. Nighttime happens. The next morning, you guys can kind of stumble out. They've got their continental breakfast, you know, some bran oat flakes, uh, bagels, um, biscuits and gravy. That's, that's kind of the hot topic. Like other guests are really flocking there. You guys kind of got to fight to get some biscuits and gravy. Oh, this is good stuff. Hey, never seen you around this bar before. It's good stuff, right? Have you, oh, sausage gravy? Is that the, the, veg, the vegetarian one or is that the... That's the sausage gravy. Oh, sausage gravy, good. Ain't it? And I like grab the ladle and I put a scoop on his plate and we'll scoop on mine. A half work thanks you. Ooh, in kind of a gruff tone. One for uh for it. Wonderful. I'm gonna have some of these oat flakes. I hear they keep you regular. Not without this. And I put a scoop of sausage gravy on your oat flakes. Oh, yummy. <laughs> I love savory oatmeal. <laughs> Anyone else you want to scoop? And I, I grab the ladle out of the vegetarian one and they're both I got two full ladles of gravy. <laughs> Rot, you seem to be in a particularly uh, good good mood today. What a, uh, you know, by the way, we we kind of got separated after the craziness in the, you know, in the in the caverns below the below the city. We, what how are you doing, man? Did, did anything crazy happen to you? It seems like you seem like a changed uh uh tiefling. Separated. Oh, yeah, I know. We got separated, but I found the love of my life who uh now unfortunately I'm also separated from, but turn things around and I plot more gravy into a bowl love of your life you say that i mean that sounds that sounds intriguing that sounds romantic that sounds like it would potentially make for a great story a great song yeah yeah it would if she didn't die oh well (laughs) this is a well this is a tragedy what is tragedy i don't understand how can it be tragedy when you look at the sun and sky in the world and you know that there's good to be done can i do an insight check (laughs) yeah I would like to know what's going on if if I yeah I guess I'm I'm trying to see what what kind of things might have happened to to rot just based on what he's told me so far. Go for it. It is a 6. As far as you can tell, Rot is incredibly happy. Okay. Well, I'm I'm, I'm glad I'm really glad for you, Rot. It seems like you've, you know, had a change of a change of uh viewpoint, uh, a song in your heart. Um and and I appreciate that. I I hope, you know, I hope that continues for you. I put my arm around Will and I with the ladle hand I poke at him and I'm like, "You know, I always like to go and I grab a napkin. Got a little under boots there. Don't worry, I got it." Mm. God, there you go. Yeah, I always liked you, Will. You're a good. You're a good man. Oh well, I, you know, I, I've, you know, been been kind of fond of you too, Rod. I'm, I'm glad that our our friendship is, you know, budding now. This is this is wonderful. Do you want Do you want to try a secret handshake? No, of course I do. 
Let me let me put these down. I pop the ladles back into the, <laughs> into the respective ladle bucket. I'm gonna lean over to Ander uh, and say, I don't, I don't, I don't like. This. <laughs> anyway, why don't we sit down and we can talk? Why don't we? Uh, let's grab a seat and uh, sink some spoons into this bowl of delish. You know, you tell me uh, all about your wild adventure. I told you all the details, every bit about mine. You know, tell me about yours. That's true. That's true. All right. Yeah. Let's let's join the others and see how you know see how they fared last night. I guess. Clank, 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 clank. Sits down. Middle <laughs> clanks. So you guys want to hear? You guys want to hear my awesome. tale? Yeah. What happened? Tell us. With me, I got to I got to play music. I I played a really good gig last night. It's the first time that I've ever you know had a successful gig. It was nice. I played in the park. Oh, I played in the park too. Under Daphne, what about you guys? You must have had. One heck of an experience. I mean, if he did or did not save the world of music, I mean, he should go down like a, like a rockin', a rockin' stone hall of fame. Uh, Daphne, give me a performance check. Uh, performing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Forget about it. It's a four. So as you turn to look at Daphne, you guys instantly notice that Daphne's right arm is incredibly different than Daphne's right arm the last time you've seen Daphne. I wasn't trying to hide it. Oh, I thought you were disguising it last night. No, I was just not bringing it up. (laughs) What you got there, tattoo? Oh, my God. Daphne, what's that with your arm? Don't worry about it. Is everything all right? Everything's fine. Let me me see your left arm. Let me me see that left arm. No. No, just the left one. I want to look at them together. I mean, I would. Can, can no. I try to grab Daphne's wrist, like friendship wise? Like I'm excited. Uh, give me a athletics or give me an acrobatics check, and Daphne, I'll let you contest. Eleven. Is that am I rolling his acrobatics? Yeah. Uh, I got a nine. Okay, Rod has grabbed your arm. Look at these. They're different. Do we know how they're different? <laughs> Sorry for just grabbing you like that. That was incredibly rude. Uh, but I'm so curious. Look at this arm compared to that arm. So he's touching my mechanical arm. Uh, I'm going to use Ray of Frost on his hand to freeze his hand to try and get him to let go. Can I use Burning Hand at the same exact time to keep <laughs> it out? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll allow Burning Hand after the Ray of Frost. Okay. Uh, it's a 16. A 16 does not hit. Woo! A little chilly there. <laughs> I'll just, uh, sorry, respecting personal space. I'm not the kind of person just do what I want anymore. I'm sorry. I'm still learning. Very, uh, I'm not talking to you now. Hey, cold shoulder. I get it. A little silent treatment. A little bit of Rod was bad. Rod was bad. Rod was bad. He's bad. He's got to be better. I'm going to my room. Hey, Rod. Rod. It's all right. Hey, man, chill out. It's going to be okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure Daphne has a, a great story to go with that, but, you know, doesn't want to tell us. I can't imagine that it's any cooler than playing music in the park uh, and nothing else cool happening. But, uh, Andrew, what, you know, what, what happened with you? I, I did some riding, uh, practicing. Um, then, I, then I was uh, involved in a heist, what? I guess. Oh, no, hey, um, you don't need to incriminate yourself if you, if you don't want to. I, I, I trust oh, you guys. Okay, cool. Um. I'm, I'll just kind of talk quiet, yeah, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I also met a girl. She was re- real nice. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, it hurt a lot. I, I can tell you that. But... Did it hurt? Are you okay? Did, did the girl break your heart also by dying? 
are you okay? Come here. And I give you a hug. Uh, I, I'm okay. She She's still alive, but I was stabbed pretty bad. So she, last, I'm okay oh, now. It, it's it's all right. Just just a flesh wound. But did you go to Steve's dad to get to get patched up again? We did go to Steve's dad. Um, but that was mainly for the other guy who got it even worse than oh, me. Man. Um, whatever happened to Steve? I'm guessing he's still in prison. Oh, jeez. We we should really spring him or talk to Torque, maybe. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of a point. We'll we'll get around. This whole every I I know we keep saying we're the good guys, but look at Ander. He's hurt. He's been stabbed. We, and Steve's in prison. We've been bad guys. I I'm gonna go turn us in. I'm gonna and I start getting up to walk to the door. No, hang on, Rod. Hang on. No, bad bad things happen to good people all the time. Bad things happen to good people all the time. Bad things happen to good people. What, what about good people doing bad things? I mean... <sighs> Rot's just, like, head is just, like, pounding and, like, veins are throbbing yeah, as man. he's trying to do the good thing. Do you need do you need some of this oat, this oat bran stuff? It kind of seems like you're backed up a little bit. Oh, yeah, let me... I got so much good backing me up. Let me eat some of that. All right, here, here you go. I mean, it's got some gravy on it, too. That's probably not great. <laughs> well... I feel like something else might be going on with you, with you, Rot. Did you, did you, did you talk to someone or did you like, what, what came, how did this change of heart come about? Cause this seems really out of character for you. I like it. I like it. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it just seems like a pretty dramatic. Rot was bad and found love. Love died because Rot was bad. And now, now Rot's going to be good to make up for her death. God can only be good. Must only do good. Can I pay for the continental breakfast for everyone, Padmala? I don't worry about it. It's it's included in the room. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm supposed to say thank you to these things, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, you're welcome. that's good. Thank you for saying you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for welcoming my thanks and welcome. I mean, you're welcome for that as well. Thank you for breakfast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean over to Ander again and be like, "Does he look like he's in pain?" This is a bit of a large change for him. It definitely uh, doesn't seem like it's coming natural, but yeah, yeah. let's just let's just oh, ride it out. Let's it, just see see where this goes. Maybe he won't try to take over the world now. It takes some adjusting for him, I'm sure. Never, never. The world is the world is for everyone. Everyone deserves <laughs> the world. And. People who try to stop the world from being for the people <laughs> need to be stopped, but they need to be stopped in a way that does not hurt them, and they need to see their of their ways through kindness and compassion. Okay, we need to go find Sam and hug him. Uh, hug hey, him. what about what if you just kill everyone they love? Then they'll realize the error in the, your ways, the same way you realized the error in your ways when your loved ones died. <laughs> 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 The, yeah. the logic it checks, but it doesn't. And I don't know how to handle this. You want to see a demon cry? McGillicuddy flips out a notepad and says, "Yes." Oh God! Uh, hey, McGillicuddy, we, we you know stand down for a second. I, I don't know if this is a, a good time to be running running experiments. Uh, I do I do have one more kind of question though. Is is if if you know what you seem to be trying to you know search for what's what's good and what's not. Uh, are are guns good, Rot? Guns kill people, but guns don't kill people. People with guns who are bad kill people. Guns are a tool, but the tool is the weapon and. I don't, I don't. 
My hands are just like turning into little fireballs as he struggles trying to figure this out. More oatmeal, more oatmeal. All right, here you go, here you go. Just eat the, just eat the. Thank you. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out later. It's you know we don't have to have all the answers now. It's fine. Okay, thank you. You're you're a good friend. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for saying it's no problem. Nobody's got all the answers, but we all try to do the best we can. No, no try to do the best can only be the best now. Like no one ever once were. Yeah, no, I heard that. I heard that from a an old oracle, uh, an old oracle of, of wisdom. Uh, do or do not. There is no try. We need a hug, Sam. Does anyone have a plan? Hug, Sam. That might, I guess that might that might work. What if we stop him and give him like a re- like a really hard restraining hug? I think that would probably be the best. Like an owl bear hug. Like a forever hug. Uh, but no, let's. I mean, what's the what's what's the move now, you guys? We kind of you know we have one more day until the you know the race, right? The day of the day of reckoning. What were we supposed to? Were we supposed to meet some guys down by the dock? Where did that lady go? I forgot the lady's name. We teleported out of there. That's so Kenneth. Yeah. You have Kenneth. I forgot what happened. Oh, hi there. Oh, Professor Kenneth. She's alive. I'm so sorry about the daggers and me trying to steal them and then giving away the daggers. <laughs> You mean you didn't flush it down the toilet? I flushed it down a metaphorical toilet of my heart. Also known as my job's boss. (laughs) Well, do you think you could get it back for us? Let me find out. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Call your demon overlord. (laughs) Jeremy is summoned immediately back. Jeremy, I was wrong about the dagger. It doesn't do shit, I found out. Uh, but I really need it. I hurt Professor Cadence, and I you can have your coin back. I just need to return this dagger. I can't, I can't not. Jeremy. Oh my god, Bill, I'm so sorry. Can you get Jeremy? Yeah, he's uh next portal over. We'll we'll get him here. Thank you. All right. Um so you say you say you need uh the dagger back? I need the dagger back. I was wrong to to give it to you without permission first. It wasn't mine to give away. I, you know, I, I would have given it, it, if it was mine to give, I would, but it was, it was all these beautiful people's, no reference to that one song. It was all of our daggers and I shouldn't have just given it away without permission. All right, no, I, I totally get it. These things happen, we can work with it. Um, we, We'll get it back to you 24 hours notice, no problem. We can make this happen. I understand. You're trying to do the right thing. Trying to do the right thing. Yep. Yep. You, here, I don't deserve this coin. No. I spent a few charges. I'm so sorry. You know, don't worry about it. Um, there's a lot you don't deserve, but life gives you things and life takes things. Um, life takes things. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're, we're probably done here. Uh, we'll get you the dagger back 24, 48 hours max. Don't don't worry about it. I understand. Yeah. No, I, I I don't have a rush date fight, but you know, just as long as it gets back. Also, for anybody else in the room, we're recruiting, we're giving discounts. You wanna sign up, we give great health care. Uh you there with the funny looking boots. I mean, you seemed kinda interested last time. That's I mean, that's that's true. I mean, you guys do kind of seem uh Interesting to say the least. Uh, but what what is I guess what are what are you about? Are you are you trying to you know do good? 
are you trying to take take over or expand or what what are what are what are you all about exactly? Rock clips his fingers in his ears. Expansion's really our, our focus right now. We're trying to grow. You know, ideally we'd like to create you know like a unionized society where everybody's in on this together. Uh, what about you, Miss? You with wooden arm and the the wooden metal arm. You know, you look like a tinkering type. We've got a lot of dark secrets. You you could learn some things about the universe and the underverse and other shit. I'm not talking to you now. <laughs> well, how do you guys feel about music? Uh, we love music. Do you guys have like a you know a distribution platform where I could possibly get my my mixtape out there? Have you ever heard uh, Avril Lavigne's uh, Hello Kitty song? I I can't say that I have. Don't worry about it. We wrote it. We published it. We distributed it. It's excellent. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to take a listen sometime and see see how I feel after that. <laughs> Y'all ever heard of Ham Montana? We, we did her whole whole shtick too. Okay, yeah, yeah. The best of the best of both worlds. Exactly. You got the material plane and hell. You get the best of both worlds. No, that okay. That makes that makes sense. I guess I you know when I first listened to it, I didn't think it had any you know satanic connotations, but <laughs> you know I guess I should have known. Right. That's how you get the kids. You don't tell them that's got the satanic dark side. You just uh, you loop them in. I guess I've never I've never played her I've never played her records backwards. I'll, I'll I'll have to try that next time. They they got me as a kid. That's uh they did it with candy. You never think about a candy called Warheads until you know you're dropping them. <laughs> what? Oh God! No offense, Jeremy. What? None, none taken. Oh no. Warheads were our best seller. All right. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, we we appreciate all you've done for Raw, but I, I think none of us are looking to sign up currently. Uh, but thank you for the offer. Yeah, if you have a card or something, you know, you can leave that. I do. He, uh, he hands you a card, and it says, uh, Jeremy Evans, uh, demon at large. Cool. This, I mean, this this card isn't, like, weird or fucked up, is it? It doesn't have any, like, weird magical properties? Honestly, no. And you're actually really surprised because there is nothing flash about it. It is just, you know, a normal-sized business card, white with, like, black lettering that is just completely plain. Does it have a watermark? No. Are the letters embossed? <laughs> I don't, I, I, he doesn't get it. That, that's a nice business card right there. <laughs> the kerning, especially. I don't get the reference. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. I don't either. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, I'll see you. Just whenever you get that dagger, no matter what we're doing, just pop right into existence, whatever's most convenient to you, so we can give it back. Right. Yeah. Definitely going to do that. Give me an insight check. Insightful. Uh, it's 16. You know, Jeremy's lying and is never going to speak to you again. <laughs> Damn. You can only open the best. And all of us, Professor Kenneth, I'm sorry. And then I close the portable portal with Jeremy. I'm so sorry, Professor Kenneth. I've lost the coin and I've lost the dagger. Oh, these things happen. Last time he was drunk at the Christmas party, I was able to lift 10 gold off of him. Maybe next time at the Christmas party, no, I can't steal anymore. I can't, can't steal anymore. I'll, I'll figure out a way. I mean, if it's that important to you, we can always like go visit Jeremy in person and at some point and, you know, try to reason with him there. Just got to right my wrongs. That's all. 
It's not really an important dagger. Yeah, don't worry. You're you're forgiven. I mean, at some point, if you ever were to visit hell, and, you know, you just happened to bump into him and take it, it'd be great to have it back. But by no means should you plan, like, you know, three to six months on a journey and then go descend into hell and do all of that. That, that sounds a little bit excessive, but it might, you know, if it happens, it happens. I mean, that might be kind of cool. Might make a cool song. Like we 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 drive we drive down to hell like on some sort of a road road to the abyss road road to road to the avenue avenue to to hell boulevard freeway to freeway to the underworld yeah freeway to the under yeah yeah freeway to the underworld freeway to fun town that's not fun anymore that's I mean we'll 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 put that in the log in the in the log book the adventure log (laughs) what do you guys want to do next we got Professor Kanan we got breakfast. We vaguely shared our stories that we can uh, all catch up on. We so we know that the pr- the princess is is coming to town soon, you know, and and there there are some knights that are that are also coming to town that we can maybe meet and kind of you know catch up to speed with this with this situation. I think we need all the all the manpower and the help that we can that we can get. Uh, yeah, and there was gonna be that attempted like assassination or capture of the princess do you think we need to talk yeah. to dave about maybe helping out with that one hold up did we leave we left dave with the cultists right yes he's infiltrated yeah. them okay so we gotta but there's there's two there's two knights of the 13 that are like coming to the dock uh like now i think uh i i still have dave dave's rock number we could phone him i mean I don't know if that's the best idea, but I could call him right up, you know. His his iStone number, his his Rakia, his Rakia phone. So for timeline purposes, um, because your guys' solo days also took place on the same day as the last session, you guys actually still have one more day. Uh, you've got today, and then you've got tomorrow is the day that the knights and Princess Avi are coming, and the third day uh, is the day okay. of the race. I know what we need to do. We need to go through the racetrack and start disarming all the traps that the the mob family set up. Yeah, I know that we're trying to help them win, but we gotta do it by the books. We can't be cheating anymore. We can't be stealing. Again, I'm mainly talking myself, but we gotta, you know, we gotta start taking out all of these things. If anything, we gotta go feel, save Sunfield James, get him out of there, get him back in the race. You know, we gotta go find that guy that we petrified that forgot all about. We gotta unpetrify him. We gotta right our wrongs. We gotta if we're gonna win if Ander, if you're gonna win this race, it's gonna be by your skill alone. We gotta tear apart everything we've built. But wait, that that would be bad for you guys. And that'd be bad for you and bad for the family. And that's bad, even though I'm trying to do good. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stand stand up and kind of uh beckon Will and Ander kinda over to the corner, kinda sidebar. Okay. Yeah. What's up? What's up, Daft? Do do we need to do something about him? I mean, probably he kind of seems like he's in in really bad inner turmoil, and that's probably not the best state of mind to be in when when some serious shit's about to go down. So we should like tie him up and leave him here, right? I mean, that's I that's that's definitely one way to go about it. Uh, we could also potentially, you know, I don't know. Can a demon? Do you think? Do you think he's he's been possessed by like a a, a weird other type of demon, or been possessed in some way, or or had some sort of spell cast on him? I think he's been like possessed by an angel or something. Oh shit! Like a reverse. <laughs> that 
would be kind of cool, but also, I mean, obviously, you know, not great, but do cool you need an twist. exorcism for angels? Can you get an exorcism for angels? Yeah, would that, that man, that's a real, that's a real puzzler. I mean, let's first like check and see if there's any like weird magic affected him. Uh, I mean, I tried to check up on him, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm not always the best most observant guy i was just kind of excited that he wanted to be my friend finally yeah i mean if this is a like genuine change i don't think we should like try to keep him from doing good but he does kind of seem like he wants to totally wreck all of our plans though <laughs> well, you guys are uh, having this conversation i'm helping pad mala do the dishes and clean up breakfast oh that's kind of yeah I don't know. I'd be okay with us doing things more in a by the book manner as well. But yeah, I mean, Andrew, do you feel like you know with the, with the practice that you got that you could you know you have a shot at this at this race you know fair and square? I don't know. I feel better about it. it well, that's good. I don't know if we can like undo everything that we've done in the next like day and a half, but it might be uh, good to help out some other people well okay i mean i guess we'll you know we'll let him continue on this path but we just you're right i don't think we can undo everything necessarily but maybe we can you know at least disarm some bombs and stuff yeah prevent prevent any any you know unintended casualties definitely all right well cool rot, rot the sidebars over hey guys check out these cute little flower crowns i made from picking the daisies that were just you know <laughs> in this vase. i made one for each of you really that's great Thanks so I much, Ron. Yeah, I'll put mine on. There too. you go. They do nothing. <laughs> They're just pretty. I feel like it's my birthday. Yeah, I feel great. So I was thinking, if if we do disarm all the traps and everything, then we're hurting the family, and we can't do that. So like, it's this moral ambiguous ground that I'm trying to trying to learn. Yeah. Well, I mean, the traps weren't weren't set by the family, right? They were set by Sam and his his lackeys. No, there, there's two sets. There's oh, the ones God. to there's attack a... Princess Avi, and then there's the ones that the bad the bad Mala set up for the race. I didn't know that we had set up any. Oh, jeez. We didn't. I thought the family. You said the family was like family rigged, rigged, rigged the race. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> my bad. All of this doesn't exist. They've bribed and paid off people. I mean, I feel like you know, pay, paying people off is a, is a kind of a gray area. You know, like they they benefit from not entering the race. They got money. What's a gray area? Are we really going to get into moral relativism? I mean, it's like, you know, it's probably best not to explain it to you right right now, but I'll, I'll tell you mm. when you're older. How about that? Is it like the space between day and night, like a twilight of moral yeah. ambiguity? <laughs> so like, if I were to like burn through someone's face, that'd be bad. True. But if that person had hurt one of you, I can pop his head like a pimple. Right? Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Yeah. I'll think about this gray area. Don't, don't think too hard about it. We're not just. We don't have to rot. Just is, and that's why he's having headaches and pain. <laughs> I mean, whenever I fight people, they just fall asleep. That's all that happens. <laughs> fishy. They just get real tired. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're just they're just sleeping. They're just resting. They're long resting to shake it off. Hey, McGillicuddy. As you see it, what do you think are some viable options for us to be doing right next? <laughs> At that moment, Will hears a familiar voice as someone who you, you hadn't noticed entered or into the room, and you hear, Oh my god! I did not even realize that you were the people! Oh my gosh, I'm such a silly billy. Oh shit. D don't you remember me? It's Tennifer! With wise, we exchanged snap bracelets! 
Uh, yes, that's right. Tenifer. Yes, it's good. This is, you know, just the bar that I frequent, uh, you know, after after my, my shift as being a custodian in the capital, because that's who I am. Like, it's totally cool. We all need day jobs. Right. Yes. I also perform here from time to time. And uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what brings you here, though? Sem isn't coming with you, is he? No, silly. You see, um, I'm actually here for my Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave? Who's, yeah. Who's Dave? If I had known that you all were the people that he was hanging out with, there's no way I would have tried to take you to Sim. Oh, Jesus. Wait, Dave. You Dave, know Dave? What's, what's his last name? <laughs> Dave Royalty. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. What does Dave look like to you? Like my uncle. Oh, so did, did he not tell you? Is he still going as Ray with you? Uh, oh, do you want me to call him? No, silly. I already spoke with him. That's why I'm here. Cool. Can you, uh, can you drive a hovercraft too? Gross. I wouldn't be caught dead in Uncle Dave's hovercraft. Yeah, I'd be clueless if I were trying to fly one. So you're here to, to help us then? Kind of. Oh. So... You see, Uncle Dave gave me uh, some information to give to you guys. Okay, cool. He said, yeah, so apparently he's hanging out with some cultists or whatever. Like, I don't even know. Uncle Dave, so crazy. Like, oh my gosh, am I right? Yeah, that Dave, he's a he's a kook. And he said something along the lines of, like, Sam has like, like, I mean, he hired some sailor folk to go sink a boat that's carrying Gilby and Mayflitch? Like, oh my gosh, can you even believe that? Wait, like some some other are those the two knights? The other two knights of the of the thirteen that are sailing? The here? Yeah. Oh shit. Well that's I mean that's that's not good. We we gotta we gotta stop that for sure. I mean, thank you for thank you for telling us. Do you know did he did he say where we could possibly, you know, go to get to get passage to, to kind of intercept or, or keep this from happening? Dave didn't tell me anything about that, but like who wouldn't think to go to the docks? That's true. I guess we could go to the docks. That makes sense. All right. Well, I mean, how do wait, wait a minute. How how do we know that that you actually know Dave and can be trusted and you're not actually just feeding us false information? I mean, you're you're Sem's secretary and you know, it seems highly improbable that you would know Dave, one of the members of the of the 13 that hardly anyone's ever seen before and lived. Can you shapeshift too? Yeah. And as Will had previously met her and seen her as a water genase, she quickly turns into a fire genase. Oh shit. Well, I mean that that's pretty shapeshifter. Doesn't this match my outfit better? It matches your personality, that's for sure. Radiant. Oh. <laughs> Charisma. <laughs> you even need a roll for that one. <laughs> nope, I'll just give good role play in the reward. So plus two inspiration. You... Kidding. Kidding. Oh Jesus. So like I don't know um uh if like the boat has already left to go sink the other boat or ships or like dinghy. I don't even know boat terms, but you know, you might be able to find them at the docks. You might be able to get other passage at the docks. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Thanks for the info. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Jennifer. I hope you have a lovely afternoon. Yeah, always, always a pleasure, Jennifer. And maybe uh, get some of uh, the take-home biscuits and gravy bowls that we we built up. Ah, uh, the, the biscuits are for paying guests only. Oh. I'm flat broke because I uh, tink tink. Sorry. I mean, you 
paid for your room, but she she just walked in off the street. You, you can't give her food. That's that's what I mean. I can't yeah. afford to buy hers. Yeah, no, no, no worries. But yeah, just just don't give it away. Well, ship guys, sounds like we're going to the docks. Yeah, let's uh let's head down there see what we can find. So you guys make your way down to the the docks, and you find. Uh, you find that there are quite a few boats there. Some recently arrived. Some look like they might be heading out. Um, you're not really familiar with the docks as none of you have included any sort of seafaring in your backstories this for true. me. So, yeah, just look around. Tell me what you find, what well, you see. First of all, I would like to say that I've I've dug into my disguise kit and pulled out a captain's hat, which is an integral part in anyone's disguise kit. Uh, and I'm just I'm just trying to look as regal as possible, uh, strolling the docks in my captain captain's hat, like like a Captain Crunch type hat, one of those one of those deals. Mm, mm. Give me a performance check. Yeah. See if people are buying it. I don't know if this is a glitch on D and D Beyond. I know I've like put as much as possible in my charisma, but I have a plus ten modifier for. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I rolled a natural one. God damn it! It really does look like a Captain Crunch hat. People think I'm a yep. fucking cereal mascot. <laughs> uh, other sailors are kind of pointing and laughing at you. <laughs> no, I, I just sheepishly doff my hat and stuff it coat. I'm gonna take a look around, see if I can find any uh, people that look uh, like Sam's henchmen that we fought already. Sure. Give me a uh, investigation check. Non-natural twenty. Okay. You've not found anyone that looks like the cultists or is dressed in these black robes, uh, but you did bump into an incredibly surly dragonborn, which is like big, beefy, and no time for you. Oh, I'm sorry there. Uh, Must have not been looking where I was going. Um, Hi. I don't know my way around these parts very well. Uh, Could you point me in the way of, like, securing passage on one of these ships? Tadpole, not book passage. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. If you if you say so, I'll uh, be on my way. I'm sorry, Tadpole. Did you say you don't book passage? Tadpole, move packages. Oh, it's so hard not to. I got a package here. Does Leapfrog book passages? Like, maybe your boss? <laughs> Oh my god. Tadpole not no leapfrog. Oh. Uh have you loaded any interesting packages lately? Tadpole want to know why little man ask questions about Tadpole's packages. Huh. Just just interested in the work you do. I don't know. I, I well I can't lie. Well gee, Tadpole, honestly, we're trying to find uh some cultists, some uh black leather robed uh people that may be up to no good. They might, as you can say, are making trouble in our our hood. <laughs> Tadpole does job. Tadpole no cause trouble. I get it. Hey, bud. I I, I understand. We shouldn't make trouble. He's all yours. Hey. <laughs> I say to the rest of you. Hey, Tadpole, you, you seem like just a you know, a good honest a good honest working man, but haven't you ever haven't you ever wanted to just have something a little bit more? Some adventure, something to to spice up your life, something to to strive for and to and to really, you know, really sink your your teeth into, you know, your talents and, and just, you know, broaden broaden your horizons. Have you ever felt that way? Tadpole did want to dance. <laughs> well, gee, Tadpole, uh, we got a musician right here who could probably play you a tune to bust a jig to. Absolutely. Tadpole would like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can I can I can play something better than that. Here we go.
Does he start dancing? Deadpool starts he- dancing. And he's he's actually fairly uh, sure-footed for a near seven and a half foot tall dragonborn that's got some got a gut, got some girth. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Give him to the performers, the the fantastic dancer and his performing band. Yeah, right guys? Yeah, that was real good there, Tadpole. How do you feel, Tadpole? How did that make you feel? Tadpole feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it did. You wanna you wanna chase that feeling, Tadpole? Tadpole wants to chase that feeling. Hey, listen, they're like right down in Lorder, there's a performing theater group. They do all sorts of uh, acts. You could be sure-footed to get in there as main dancer. Tadpole not know how to dance. Tadpole need teacher. Ask for Steve. Oh, no. <laughs> Tadpole go find Steve after Tadpole work ship. Well, hey, I'm trying to make an honest living right now, not lying, cheating, and stealing anymore. Do you think I could have a job? Tadpole think you should talk to boss. Leapfrog? Tadpole no work for Leapfrog. Oh, who's boss? Tadpole boss is Captain Heath- Heathcliff. I'm really glad you didn't say Captain Tadpole's boss is Sam. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> okay, right, what do you think? I mean, yeah, we could all uh, maybe use some honest work. All right, let's 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 go talk to his boss. Can, can we have a quick sidebar? Do you mind, Tadpole? Well, not no sidebar. But Tadpole must keep working. Okay, that that sounds good. Uh, I'd like to help Tadpole as a show of good faith, kind of load some boxes. <laughs> okay, give me a strength check. But I'm I'm also uh, doing message with Will so I can hear their conversation. Okay, smart. Uh, seven. Okay, you're Eight. in. You're kind of pushing the boxes, and he's carrying two of them. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Right, guys, so the the play here I'm thinking is to either uh, trick Tadpole into into quitting his job so we can steal the ship, or and this is my original original plan, inspiring him to to take bigger and bigger risks and join us on this adventure to to. to uh, I was just gonna have him load us in crates onto whatever ship they were gonna use. To... That sounds good. We did him a favor. We made him feel a little bit more alive. I f- I think the least he could do is is pack us away on his on his ship. I like that plan. We gotta make sure we get on the right ship though. I I'd like to perform a sleight of hand while I'm moving these boxes. Yeah. Um, do you want me to tell you what I want to do first or roll first? Uh, roll first. Okay, great. Well, actually, yeah, sorry. What are you going to try to do? Uh, while I'm moving boxes nice and slow, I'm just going to kind of lift the rope that's tethering it to the dock. The boat? Yeah. The ship. The ship. So, um, for perspective, these are not like dinghies. Oh, okay. Is it this a is... thick, big rope? Well, it's both a thick, big rope, but also these boats are like, um, I've actually got three different sizes of boats, depending on which boat you choose. I've got six boats planned out here. So you've got some options here, but the boats range between uh, 20 person crews to uh, 80 person crews. That's the way you're saying this isn't going to do shit. I- I'm saying you can untie it, but it, there's there's like multiple big ropes that are holding it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, never mind. Okay. I thought it'd just be funny, just kind of be like, oops, and we're off. <laughs> I mean, do do you think we need to go talk to this guy's boss or just get on one of the ships and just go? Yeah, I mean, I think we can just you know, get on one of the ships and then lightly, lightly and gently commandeer it uh, for our purposes um, and then, you know, give it back. I, yeah, um, I don't know if Rot's going to be okay with us commandeering a ship. That seems like, hello, uh, seems like a 
quite the step up in terms of naval law breaking here. Um, yeah, but you know, if we're inspiring them to to higher higher callings and bigger adventure, you know, that's there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a detour. We're not we're not stealing per se, more just borrowing. And who doesn't love a good adventure? I mean, hey, I'm not I'm not really about this stealing and lying, but I think what, some of these boxes might be empty. It, it, I think sneaking on disguised as a box might, you know, be considered acting. And acting's not bad. It brings joy to the world. It's true. It's an art form. I mean, I, I can't lie to help you kind of convince him to go live a better life, but I can act like I'm t- uh, doing it as a, a theater thing. And I can support you kind of work around it. I think this is the gray area we're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, you got it. All right, all right. Whatever you want to do then, as long as it's acting. Daphne, what do you think? Daphne just has her head in her hands, uh, frustrated with all you all. <laughs> well, I mean, Daphne, if you've got a better plan, I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear it. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for a good adventure. I, I always, you know, kind of try the more maybe interesting or, or, uh, you know, noteworthy or songworthy uh, approach, but if there's a, a better way that I'm not seeing, uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Do you think we should go talk to the guy who runs this place? I'm all for it, as I'm carrying the tiniest little bucket of water. <laughs> Daphne? So, we don't even know who we're looking for? Why are you trying to get on a boat? Well, we know they're going to be trying to sink a ship. Their ship might have already left, and I was thinking we might need to meet them out in the water. And how are you going to do that in a box? Like, <laughs> I'll open the box. I'm going to be working here. I'm acting as an employee. In fact, can I go try to find Heathcliff? Yeah. I'm going to start going to find Heathcliff. Daphne's got a good point. You guys figure it out. Keep working on this. Uh, give me an investigation check. This guy has not been doing well for things. This one has been a long time. Two? Three. Three. Plus one. Three. Booyah. But I find Tadpole again. (laughs) He's found his own ass. You approach a sharply dressed crewman. Yeah, you approach a sharply dressed sailor. Excuse me, sassy sailor. That looks sexy. (laughs) Well, hey there. My name is Norbert. How are you doing? Norbert, you have... The most distinguished voice. Uh, wow. And the way you're dressed to the nines. In fact, to the tens. I'll, it's a straight tens. Um, I'm trying to find a gentleman named Heathcliff for some work. And I was speaking with your compatriot, Tadpole, who said to find him. Uh, been carrying some boxes, if you might have noticed, to, you know, try to show some initiative, some higher initiative. Oh, naturally. Have you seem just like a young version of me back before I joined this Navy. You flatter me because I know how I look. Beautiful. I mean, look at you. <laughs> you put me to shame. Truly the initiative. You know, if you commit to serve five years in our Queen's or our future Queen's Majesty's Navy, we can, you know, we'll see the world. We'll take you all over the place. Five years. Of course. You didn't think Navy commitments were that, you know, short, did you? Navy, Navy, military, Navy. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> great. The person with the moral dilemma is contemplating war. I kind of look back at my crewmates and be like, what about five people for one year each? <laughs> 
Oh Jesus! Did we even follow him? I thought I thought he kind of no. on his own. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I walked away. Yeah. All right. Well, while Rod's doing that, Daphne does bring up a good point. We should probably, you know, maybe talk to the dock master or something and figure out who who left here that might have been suspicious and and you know cultisty and and you know under the orders of Sem, and then we can track him down a little bit better. Otherwise, we're just kind of you know sailing into open water with no. No direction. Is that what you mean, Daphne? Well, it depends on how they're sinking a ship. Oh, shit. There's many ways to sink a ship. Yeah. You can either fight it one-on-one, or you can sneak on it and put a hole in the side. Well, it sounds like we just need to find the good guy's ship and help him out. That might be the best way, rather than trying to figure out how they plan on sinking. Or the opposite. I don't know. I mean, they could also fly over the ship and drop stuff on it, but I'm guessing that's not their uh, plan. That seems like a good way that it, it could fail. Let's talk to the dock master, see if we can find any uh, clues as to where they might have gone. To the dock master. Do we need to investigate to find out who the who the head honcho is? The port master is pretty easy to find. She's got her office listen, she, where she can overlook and see most of the harbor. And you kind of hear her yelling out her window or kind of off of a balcony where, uh, where her office is at, at, you know, some deck hands and to keep working, you know, with the classic... Ship up, you scurvy dogs! Hell yeah. But in a woman's voice, because it's a woman. But, but in a lady. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, shoot, now I kind of want to metagame a little bit. Well, like, what should our what should our play be? Should we be warning that some mischief could happen, or just kind of, like, act like we're, you know, ignorant? Yeah, I mean, she wouldn't want a ship to sink in her harbor. So it's like an anonymous tip. Like, we, we it's come to our attention that, that there might be a, a plot or a plan to... to sink an incoming ship secure that yeah okay all right you got this will <laughs> all right all right let me just uh you know i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put all of the, the captain's hat that didn't go so well last time uh, uh hello excuse excuse me uh doc doc master port master what what is your what is your yes that i can address you you know appropriately my name's natalie hello hello natalie um uh sorry to uh bother you i know you're very very busy very busy lady uh but it has come to our attention that there might be uh, a a plot of some sort to uh sink an incoming ship and we just wanted to make you aware of that and, and potentially you know help out prevent prevent that from happening um is it happening on my dock uh uh potentially it could be happening on your dock or or uh you know on the way to your your dock and it's a very important um very important passengers that that could be affected uh, you know it's our understanding that it's uh, a few members of the 13 and and you know that would that would look very bad if they were not to able to reach their destination you know listen i've got six ships going out to sea today i've got more ships coming in to sea unless it is happening on this thousand foot dock it's not my problem Okay, no, I, I understand that. I understand that. That makes sense, Natalie. Uh, d- would you would you say that there are any uh, ships going out um, either either recently or or you know today that that are out of the norm, perhaps not not necessarily like shipping vessels of of any kind, but more uh, looking ready for for combat. Combat. Well, I mean, the Red Falcon, of course, is part of of our Royal Navy. Ah, I see, and that's and that's scheduled to leave today. Does that normally leave leave port? It comes and goes as as much as navy ships do. That's why we have a navy. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, but I mean, we're we're not really in in wartime right now, are we? It's you know might be a little little suspicious for them to be you know leaving. Was this was this a long time scheduled thing or more of a more of a last minute uh, you know deal? Who are you? Why are you asking? These are private records that they file with the port. No, oh, yeah, I mean that that makes that makes sense. You know, it it would be weird 
for someone to be asking about that. Uh, but uh, I assure you, our our intentions are are pure. We want to, you know, prevent any kind of disasters from happening. And we just, you know, received an anonymous tip that there might be some mischief about. Listen, unless you're an official, I have a dock to run. I can't just give you confidential information on when they filed their leave of departure forms. Do, do you know which ship is bringing in the uh, the night of the 13th? Yes, let me see here. Expected to arrive tomorrow is the Gidzad. All right. And do you have any ships that might like be traveling close to that one that are going out today? Like an escort. I can't give you private shipping information. I mean, you're you're a consummate professional, Natalie. That, that you know that that totally makes sense. But uh, and I didn't want to have to you know pull rank or anything. But this is actually this is actually a a very secret um you know commission from uh from from sam um and we 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 really need to know because um you know there's there's some uh there's some things that are uh above all of our pay grades really but we we just really need to um know this information uh so if you could be handing that over i'd appreciate it give me a deception check come on deception roll good for once in your fucking life hell yeah it's a 24 oh well i i didn't know no one told me about that. Sure, let's let's take a look here. Let's see. Uh, the dream cloud is is going to pass by them. Uh, the noble otter will also go go fairly close. And let's see. Uh, the, the commodore is also going close. All right, that makes sense. Uh, which you know, which which one is is uh, scheduled to arrive there first? Well, if I had to judge first, probably the noble otter. <laughs> and I'm so excited. <laughs> I heard those names. And I was just like, please be the Noble Otter. Please be the Noble Otter. It's the coolest sounding ship. It's a merchant ship. Ah, I see. I see. Well, uh, Natalie, I really appreciate your your discretion and your and your help in this. Um, yeah, I, I I would assume that a a promotion or a, a rise in rank uh, or at, at the very least a raise is, is headed your way. I I do, I do appreciate it on on behalf of Sam. Oh, you mean I won't be Natalie Portmaster anymore? I could be Natalie. God damn it. <laughs> You didn't see this coming? <laughs> what a fool I've been. That's <laughs> so good. I didn't catch it that whole until he yelled, God damn it. I'm so glad that joke landed. Oh, that hit so good. Is one of the ships called the Black Swan? Oh, okay. I, I do appreciate your, your discretion, Natalie Portmaster. Uh, thank you, Ed, and some senses regards. Of course. Anything for the, uh, the city council. And we... <laughs> I guess we exit the the office and look for where the the noble otter is docked. And do you think we uh, need to get Tadpole to help us get on the ship, or do you think we should just talk to whoever runs the ship? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Natalie, could we get a could we get some you know a, a manifest uh, so that so we would be able to you know board the ship? It's it's of the utmost importance. Oh, of of course. And she kind of hands over you to a manifest. And the captain is Fergus Swashbottom. The, the manifest has a lot of cargo. And it lists that it's you know going to be transporting um, some goods, some wares. It's only supposed to be gone for about a week as it travels up the coast to try to sell some exotic animals um, and possibly purchase some more goods to bring back and resell in the city. Is, is there any is there any other info that we need to get from this lady, you guys? Quick sidebar, if you don't mind, Natalie Portmaster. <laughs> I, I mean, if she knows the ship that's taken the other people, that might be good to meet up with them. Oh yeah, did 
did you say that already? The the name of the it's like the, the, the no, I I mean something? not the knights, the uh, oh other like people who are the other uh, people that are sent sent down here, like our other team. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Natalie Portmaster, is there, uh, you know, was, is there another, um, another crew, uh, sent by Sam, the, the other crew sent by Sam, what, what ship will they be, uh, boarding? I, you haven't had any contact with Sam? I, I, I'm afraid not. Um, you know, he, he, I don't know of any ships sent by him directly, you know, naturally as a, as a Royal and as a, you know, chief leader in the city, he's had some influence, on the military vessel well that's heading out the the red falcon yeah is that is that scheduled to to head out before these these merchant ships or is that after it is scheduled to head out uh it's it's path though wouldn't cross it with the um gedzad gedzad okay great i mean that was you know everything seems to be on the up and up just as just as you know some described uh i i appreciate your your help of course anything i can do you know just your friend friendly neighborhood Natalie Portmaster. Also, bold haircut being shaved like that. Absolutely. (laughs) You know. Rod's actually talking to Norbert. He didn't say that. Well, technically not my boyfriend yet, but this guy I met, uh, Valiant, great guy. I just call him V. He really likes it shaved. Jesus. Anyway. So, Norbert, how long have you been working these ships in the Navy? The Navy? You said this is Navy. I had to sign up for the Navy to get on one of these ships for five years. Oh, sorry. Switching back to Norbert. Oh! <laughs> oh, I start every sentence as if I'm ex- excited that it's happening. Well, I've been with the Navy for three months. Ah, couple of, wow, cool. Uh, Already said, second mate. What, uh, what should be sailing on? That one? Sail the Red Falcon. Is that one? Is that one? Is that one the Red Falcon? It's the one we're standing on. Who did we get up here? Cool. Well, you came up here looking for Captain Heathcliff. Can you, uh... Can you give me a little tour? I would be glad, but I can't. Oh, why not? Well, you see, we are a military vessel. We can't just be giving tours to civilians. Civilian? Yeah, I'm a civilian. Look, what if I told you there are people who are trying to hurt some important people in the world, and uh, I'm trying to find them and stop them. <laughs> you do sound like a military man, don't you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's this, it's this, isn't it? Tink, tink, and I touch my armor. Ooh, that's a bad idea for the open seas. Yeah, I know. I, uh, uh, you know, my friend Kenzo, he, uh, he was wearing something similarly heavy and sunk to the bottom. Man, I would not wear something like that near the ocean. You could get pushed off the side and sink down and die. Mm, that's never happened before. It's a brave man's death. What brave, brave man have been sunk in underwaters. Good, good. Tieflings. I mean, men. I'm going to go meet my friends. Uh, get the fuck off this thing. Excuse my language. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I get off the boat. We should probably go find a rot. Make sure he hasn't gotten into any trouble. Oh, that's true. Yeah, with his new perspective on life, I, who knows what, what he could have gotten up to. I'm sure he's fine. I'm just sitting on the dock. I'm not doing anything anymore. I'm not. My feet aren't dangling over the edge playfully like a child. I'm just scared. Kind of frozen in place now. Yeah, I was going to say, you're kicking the water. Just kind of looking at my shoes. Those new balances. The new balances that have gotten progressively dirtier and dirtier. I thought you were keeping them fresh. No. Damn it. You Damn tried. it, Rot. We talked about that. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, You figure anything out? 
This ship's the Red Falcon. It's a military ship. They won't let me go through it. Oh, and also we can sign up for the Navy if you want. It's five years. I don't I don't think we'll be signing up for that. That seems like a, a terrible commitment. Uh but um we did we did get some information. Maybe we should maybe we should back away from the ship though and have a little a little sidebar. Sure. We found a merchant ship that's gonna be kind of crossing paths with the uh with a Gedzod ship that the knights are on. Um and that, that Falcon ship is is the only military vessel coming out today. But uh it's not scheduled to to go anywhere near the the Gedzod, where the knights are on, but uh, I have a funny feeling that 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 might be their their attack here, their ploy. Is the ship's gonna try to attack? Um, it's just off the record. Well, we should probably go f- go in there and tell them what's going on. Tell them tell them that hey, this is gonna happen. Ask them politely not to. That's I mean that's a good idea. Go for it. Or we get on the the merchant ship and try to warn the knights and potentially you know help them avoid whatever danger might be approaching yeah i mean if the uh, merchant ship goes out first we can warn everybody and then like the other ship might attack might not uh, if it doesn't that's great um but if it does they'll they won't suspect anything because no one like told them that uh something might happen true i don't know guys i'm just uh I'm, I'll do whatever you guys want as long as I don't have to lie, cheat, or steal. This being good thing is hard. So should we talk to the owner of the Noble Otter? Yeah, let's do it. So you guys are, are able to find uh, Fergus pretty easily. He, he's, you know, overseeing his ship getting loaded and uh, about to depart. I'm not walking towards that dock, end of the dock again. I'm not falling in. I'm not ending up like him. I don't know who you're referring to, but I, I it's okay. We we won't let you fall in. You mean it? You promise? Pinky promise. You fall in, we're coming in after you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just try not to fall in, though. Okay. <laughs> All right, what did you say this guy's name was? Fergus? Fergus. Swashbottom. God, what a great name. Fergus, uh, hail and, and, and well met. It's Captain Fergus. Captain, of course, of course. Uh, Captain Fergus, hail, hail and, and well met, sir. Uh, uh, we we hear that you're um, going out today uh, to to ship some some goods and such. Yeah, we'd be going out. Well, we we are sent by a uh, 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 I don't know if you've heard of him, but uh, uh, Sem uh, the second from the from the city council. You know, audits and, and things like that. You know, it's audit season. Um, and uh, yeah, we we just like to uh, board your board your vessel to make sure everything is on the up and up. That's micromanaging piece of shit. Uh, I I hear you, man. I I don't want to be doing it to you, but uh, you know, I got I got my orders, and what am I gonna do? You know. Now listen here. If you're gonna be on my ship, <laughs> you follow what I say. Savvy. Oh, of course, of course, Captain, Captain. Aye. Of course, it's it's your ship. We're we're merely humble humble passengers. I say swap the poop deck. You swap the poop deck. Did it twice this morning. <laughs> now, are you guys just coming to look aboard, or are you guys coming with us for the journey? We'll be back in about a week. I'm sorry, you said uh, a week. About a week. Hey, uh, I'm real nervous about joining, and I I think we're coming aboard for the week. But you have uh, you got lifeboats, right? I mean. Of course. Right. And, uh, Naturally. You got, you got lifeboats, like plural, right? Yeah, three or four. Look, I haven't gotten my sea legs yet. That's the truth. I'm not lying. I, I feel a lot more comfortable knowing exactly where those are before we commit to this journey and the life vests. We, we can show you those. Please. Chip. Hi, Captain. What can I do for you? Chip. Show these people around. Oh, okay, Captain. 
I love when Nathan talks to himself. <laughs> Chip leads Raw around the ship, identifying the lifeboats, identifying personal flotation devices. Ah, perfect. I grab one, I put it on, and I put another one on as a diaper. <laughs> I think we're in for the long hauls. Let's set sail, and I, I, I look for a bottle. Is there is there like a bottle anywhere? Like of something? Yeah, it can be empty. I mean, there's no, not just like sitting around. Like there's no sailor that fell asleep in a hammock drinking and left a bottle right there. <laughs> Specifically, <laughs> sure, you, oh when God. he shows you the below deck areas, you found a drunk sailor and have stolen his bottle of rum. But it's not just sitting there; it's nestled with him in his hammock ah perfect and i just grab it i'm not sleight of handing it okay and i, I crack it on the wall and I go let's set sail christen it Fuck! <laughs> but it doesn't break because i have really low strength i'm not sure if this is the maiden journey of this vessel it seems well worn i don't i don't know if that's necessary maiden journey what's that mean i'll tell you when you're older oh well and I, I just kind of start tucking it back into the guy's hands <laughs> Uh, one one more thing, uh, Captain. Captain, uh, natu- naturally, you you have all the you know as as part of the audit. I just want to make sure you have all the the necessary uh, equipment and things to to signal another ship, uh, hail it, um, and and send messages to it, uh, and and perhaps even you know intercept it or or send you know a boarding crew uh, to meet another ship. Is is that correct? I mean, obviously, that's standard on, on any ship uh, leaving leaving or, or coming. Of course, don't worry about it. Listen, you know. I wouldn't think that Sam would need to send people to check up on us. Of course, we've got the boarding party ready. Excellent, excellent. I mean, you know Sam. He's 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 a real like as you said before, a real micromanaging uh, you know asshole. I'm just I'm just doing my duty, doing my job. Hey, if his kind's good, I'll take it. True. I'm so tempted to call Connor out on all these lies. Like, send him, send us. We, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Rot, uh, the only reason we're doing any of this is because because of Sam. Maybe not. Maybe not direct orders. In in direct response to the, the things that Sam is is doing, we we have to intervene. You know, for the greater good. We're we're doing bad. Does does the the bad mean the greater good's okay? So I can do as much bad as I need to be good. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. But uh, you know what what bad have we we done really? We're we're making sure this ship is safe and and up to code and things like that. You know. But those dead, those my dead friends, we were doing something bad for the greater good then. And Revenant said it was my fault. I mean, we we might need to talk about this more. What this, you know, what this experience you had uh, did, because I'm I'm a little I'm a little confused, and a little behind here. But maybe we can talk about it. This is a play, right? We're acting. I'm, we're acting. We're acting. This is street performance. We're fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's street performance. We're not actually hurting anyone. Yes. It is a street performance. It's a it's performance art on the on the uh, bureaucratic process. It's a commentary. Okay. On the over on the overbearing nature of the of the bureaucratic process on on shipping goods and capitalism. Yes. It's all about those tariffs. Okay. Okay. I'm back. I'm in. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so you board the noble otter. Beautiful. And it's it's a large. Urge vessel. Um, it's got a crew of about 40-ish people working it. It's over 120 feet long. It's it's a sturdy old vessel. And Fergus just, you know, kind of says, I know that uh, you've been hired to help us or you're here to audit us or whatever. You know, confirm the job's done. I get it. Sam wants to make sure that we're, we're doing the job right. But, you know, just... Don't mess with the cargo. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of it. What's the cargo? 
well, we're a merchant ship. So, you know, we've got some pretty valuable goods down there. I wouldn't want you to steal anything. Oh, valuable goods. <laughs> okay. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't dream of it. We're just here to, you know, earn our earn our honest living, you know, auditing the the process. But yeah, if we I mean if we need to do any seafaring things, you know, to to make the journey easier, we're we're capable of that as well. Just let us know what we can do to help secure the rigging, swab the poop deck, all that good stuff. I could play a song from the crow's nest. I don't think that you would be the type of people that uh would really help with this, but um, why don't why don't you just go hang out at the front of the ship at the bow? Oh, perfect! I've I've always wanted to do this, and I I run to the bow of the ship and I just spread eagle. Say, I'm king of the world. Uh, Fergus kind of turns to to you, Ander and Daphne. She's like, your friends, they're not what I would have expected Sam to send here for. Yeah, yeah, they're a colorful bunch. That's uh, that's for sure. Don't worry, we'll we'll, uh, we'll stay out of your hair. Okay. Uh, is there anything you guys want to do uh, as the ship takes off or anywhere you guys want to be as the ship goes out? Say, you know, we got to investigate that cargo. We got to break that open right away. That, we can't do that. To. That's bad guy <laughs> stuff. It's not our cargo. We can't break into it. We're supposed to be taking inventory. So really, we do need to look at it. We just need to look at the boxes. We just need to see those boxes there. We don't need to break them open. <laughs> all right. I guess that's what we're all doing. Yeah, I will follows along with what you're doing because because Will has to go. He, he's he's peeing over the side of the over the side of the ship. He's taking a break. I love that the ship hasn't taken off yet. So there's like a dock full of workers just watching you piss. Which side of the boat are you peeing off of? He's peeing onto the dock. Oh, he's peeing in real life. I got it now. I just thought it'd be funny if he was peeing towards the dock. How fast do people uh, sink in water? Uh, depends on what armor they're wearing. My armor is only 40 pounds. I can swim in that for a bit. Uh-huh. Okay, we're going to go to my parents' house. Set. <laughs> we're going to put you in the water with with 40 pounds of wearing weight. Wearing 40 pounds of weight, not holding. Yep. Yeah, yep. and it's half plate, so it's only in one spot. So you've also got all of your other gear. Which is a rapier. Still still got some weight on it. Deal. That's next to nothing. So you're going to drown me in real life to prove a point that... I, Let's do it. This is so. This is the planned murder. It's being recorded. So, with swimming resistance, people sink 15 feet per round. Not losing my armor. I worked too damn hard for it. Can you swim? Uh, for every hundred pounds of weight you have, or every hundred pounds of additional gear, that's an additional 15 feet per round. Oh no! What <laughs> did someone go overboard already? It was just asked. Okay, good. I was like, I was, I wasn't gone for that long. What happened? I'm at 52 pounds of weight. How do I have so much weight on me? Oh, plus all I have to do is put my movable rod under my feet, balance on that, and just kind of try to spot. That's smart. Yes, in the ocean. Or you just click it and hold it. Or just click it and hold it. Yeah, I'll just click it and hold it. It's much easier. That's a great way, as long as there's no sharks or anything, you know. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, (laughs) you don't even have to be in the water. You can just hold it in the air before you even hit the water. Now Nate's going to make me do a pull-up of 40 pounds of extra weight, though. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, flying shark, you know. Those exist. Uh, I'm second-guessing. Hey, uh... Captain Swashbottom, is there a place like on land where we could stow some stuff if we need to? Or can we, uh, could we retroactively say I left the wooden chest I'm carrying? (laughs) You have a wooden chest. 
What? Why are you carrying a wooden chest? It's yeah. just in my inventory. I don't know why I have it. You just like lashed a wooden chest to the back of your fucking, or like to your fucking back? Like what? You don't have a backpack. You just have a. Wooden I know chest. what it is. It's the time that you hid as a wooden chest. It's your disguise. It's the crate. Yeah. Yeah. I get. I guess. Uh, did yeah, do I've that got one. a 25 pound chest that I'm just carrying around. I guess we'll say it's collapsible. You know, like folds in on itself. Okay. Cool. A pop-up chest, yeah. Hey, Daphne, if you let me collapse my armor into your bag of holding, I'll get rid of all these wands of detonating. No. <laughs> You've already irritated me today. <laughs> all right, Rock gets off the ship, says, fuck it, you guys have fun, goes drinks at the bar and studies Draconic. Rock, Rock, it'll be, it'll be all right. Hey. I figure it will be. But I think Nate's going to make me cut it off and let it sink. No, no, I mean, I'm not going to make anything happen. The dice might. All right, so the boat takes off with you all on board, and Captain and Fergus uh, Swashbottom from kind of says, "Now you guys can watch the progress from either above or in, in the rooms. Where, where do you guys want to be?" Uh, I'm going to go downstairs and play cards or whatever game the offhand uh, deck people are, the offhand sailors are doing. Okay, whatever they're doing, past time, telling stories or whatnot. I'm going to hang out up here on deck. Uh, I'm gonna clamber up to the crow's nest. Uh, Will, where where do you want to be? Maybe like one one rung below the the crow's nest, or like on on some other perch where I can just be strumming and then singing a little, a little sea shanty. We'll put you on the short one up front. Yeah. And I would like you all to give me a Constitution saving throw. Well, shit. Sea sickness, right? Yep. Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen. Holy shit, I got a 17 as well. It's a conspiracy. 11. Okay, none of you are seasick. Thank God. Really glad I have a plus six modifier for con saves. I have plus five. <laughs> I have a plus three. Oh, damn. You guys are all constitution, like, constitution-based? No, mine's only plus three. That's still pretty heavy. My charisma saving throws are plus seven. Yeah, I mean, never to make you guys do charisma checks. Yeah. Never make us do charisma checks. No, make us only do charisma checks. Never make us do strength or intelligence checks. Okay, so you guys are on the boat for a couple of hours. It's it's left port. Um, Will, you're just kind of strumming away. Rot, you're passing your time. That's just kind of what you guys are going to do until well, you guys uh, get within eyesight of the... Why did I name it? Something I can't remember. Gedzod. The Godzilla. Gedzod. I wrote it down because it was... I also wrote it down. (laughs) (laughs) I rely on the podcast for my notes. I understand that. Okay. So you guys near the uh, Gedzad and Captain Fergus Swashbottom starts to signal to them to to come in closer. Or, you know, you guys are all flying the shit, the flags of Breland. And it's uh, pretty common. And for uh, ships to, to flag each other, you know, give each other updates on the port or nothing, you know, too out of the ordinary. Uh, how long do you think it's been since we left dock? Mm, we'll say about five hours. Is that enough for a rest? Short rest, yeah. Cool. Did, wait, did we do anything between our long rest of the night before? That is true. We did get a long rest. Um, no, I got punched by Sal and... Uh, I thought that was oh, last night. <laughs> I thought that was That's last right. night. Oh, that was last night? That's right. So I'm back to... We're good. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to make my way to the side of the ship uh, that's going to be close to the Gedzad. Just kind of leaning against the railing there. Okay. So, oh, uh, Captain 
and Fergus uh, Swashbottom come kind of comes up to you and he's like, now I thought you were going to be audited in the process, not uh, taking part in it. I like to have a personal touch. Well, that's a, uh, I do appreciate that. You look like a stout feller. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I can make myself uh, worthy for uh, some well-earned coin. All right. Now you get to see what we can really do here on the Noble Otter. Hey, Cap- Captain, your your voice sounds a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, scary than it did before. As the ships pull alongside each other and kind of rope each other to to lay down some planks, the Noble Otter opens fire on the Gizzard. <laughs> Oops! Hang on. Is this is this is this normal? Are you guys a pirate ship? What's going on? Didn't you say that Sam hired you to observe, to audit the process? We're sinking the ship. Oh, yeah, that's good. Carry, carry on. So have they, like, lowered planks between the ships at this point? There are planks lowered between the ships and ropes tying the two ships together. Uh, I'm going to fire Scorching Ray at the captain. <laughs> so let's roll some initiative. This was, this was before combat was initiated because he didn't initiate combat. So they fired cannons. That's... <laughs> at the... At the other people, they were they didn't fire them at they're all. They're firing cannons at the ship they're trying to board. They've initiated the co- the the thing. This is this is a trap that they've sprung. They're ready for the trap. I guess we should have expected this. Maybe we should have investigated the ship a little bit more. Oh well. I'm below deck. I just hear cannon like cannon fire. I don't know which side it's coming. Damn it! My initiative was terrible. I got, I got a seven. Twenty-one. Oh geez. Seventeen. Daffy. Seventeen. Seventeen. Let's see how long it takes for them. Oh god. No one's going very fast. And okay. So, uh, cannons have fired. Heard a boarding party is kind of swinging across. And just so you guys know how I'm going to try to run this combat, um, because there are so many deck hands to make this ship realistic, um, we're gonna. You know, there's there's gonna be opposing deckhands on each side, so you're gonna have people fighting, and kind of I'll I'll be rolling on the side to see which side is really gaining the upper hands. Sounds cool. This is like lower deck. This is upper deck of the Red Falcon, correct? Yes. And once you, if you leave the lower deck, this will become the Gazad. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Daphne, you can go. Uh, or sorry. Uh, Andrew, you're first. All right. Uh, I'm gonna summon my duplicate, like. Um, over by the planks, kind of like hovering between the two ships. Okay. So if anyone passes within uh, melee range of it uh, while crossing the plank, I can attack them. Yeah, you've got uh, you've got pirates that'll be crossing soon. Uh, is that all you're doing? Uh, I'm also going to go ahead and attack the captain who is apparently standing right next to yep. me. Perfect, perfect. Uh, so let me go ahead and... Oh, Jesus. Uh, 10. Does not hit. And I have extra attack now, so how about a 19? Hits. All right. That's 9 damage. All right, why you gotta be doing that? <laughs> Sorry. Can't let the knights go down. Right, you're up. Uh, I'm below deck. Do I know that we are attacking? Give me a perception check. 20. 20? Yeah, 20. you you understand all. You realize that the cans have fired, and you're watching the other sailors like spring to and kind of say, "You're like ah, time for action," and they're brandishing weapons that you didn't quite know that they had. And I'm downstairs surrounded by them. Yep, love it. <laughs> Damn it, I'm trying to be good here, and you guys are making this so much 
harder. And I am going to shoot an Eldritch Blast at each of these by me. Okay. So one for each one. Mm-hmm. First one, that did this still work. It's stuck in the cross. Plus six uh, does 14 hit. 14 hits. Great. So that one's damage would be nine. Okay. One is uh, on 22. Hits. Eight plus 11. Okay. So just kind of reaching out both hands, Iron Man style. Yep. One in each direction. Trying to be better. This is not the time. Okay. The two you've engaged with have been uh, pretty severely wounded. They're shaken and they're hurt. Um, You know, Several of the other ones have noticed this, what's going on, and, and are heading upstairs, but this does alert the attention of two more of them, just so you're aware. Great. Which way is up? Uh, these are the little stairs. Great. I'm in the corner of it. Yep. Daphne. Uh, I'm going to cast Scorching Ray at the cap. Okay. Uh, okay. So essentially how Scorching Ray works is I do three rays and I roll for each of them. Um, my question is, so I also have Arcane Firearm, so it adds 1d8 to each of those damage rolls. This doesn't really seem like a question. That's more of a statement. Yeah, I, I read it better this time. All right, the first roll is a 14 hit. Hits. Okay, does a 10 hit? No. Does an unnatural 20 hit? Yes. Okay, 7, 16, 27 damage. God damn. All on one dude? Yeah, on the captain. So d- describe how it looks. Give some cinematic flavor. Um, so the runes on the wooden part of my arm start like lighting up and then, uh, like a ball of energy starts forming in my hand and then three beams shoot out, shoot down from the crow's nest and, uh, essentially like try to pierce him with one missing. Nice. The captain kind of falls back and he disengages from Ander and kind of retreats back towards the helm of the ship as he barks orders to his crews to release the beasts. That doesn't sound good. Nathan, since I have Sentinel, I can take opportunity attacks even when someone disengages. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Ah, dang it. I rolled the 10. Ah, he has escaped and he can yell, release the beasts. He can do that thing I said. This is the shul, what it looks like. Whoa, he released that bad boy? Oh boy, that's a bad looking boy. He's gross. He's gross with a capital G-R-O-S-S. He released two of them. I bet they're tasty. Thrilled to be down under. So these two shuls, which were described as lobsters, but overgrown lobsters mixed with squids for mouths, climb out from under the cargo hold as he directs them to go attack the other ship. Um, and now a couple of the crew hands get their turn. Uh, seeing that Rot has injured a few of their people, several of them come over, or two of them, plus the two that he attacked earlier, come to attack him. Uh, only two are able to land in hits as the uh, other two have been gravely wounded. Fuck. Rot, you're, you're swarmed, and two of them stand over. Are you trying to stab at you? And what are their little stabby boys do? I have a reaction for why everyone does more damage. Okay. Uh, one of them did nine, and one of them did six. Oof, I'm at 24 health already. 
Uh, the one that did nine damage, uh, I have a reaction, uh, Hellish Rebuke. Uh, you point your finger at a creature that damaged you and is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. Creature must take a dexterity saving throw. It takes three d10 fire damage on a fail saved or half as much on a successful one. Okay. What, um, sorry, what is it? Uh, dexterity saving throw. Dexterity? It's a 12. It does not save. Okay. So it takes three d10. One more. So that bad boy takes 27 damage. That... That uh, crewman is blasted with a bolt of flames and just it's instantly kind of vaporized. Beautiful. Fucking touch me. Damn. The rest of their crew has made their way up on top of the deck and using ropes. Uh, several of them have swung over to the other side. Let's see here. All right. Got eight of them that have crossed just hands and are now on the other side. They are on the other boat. Uh, you've got a few of them running across the deck. Like one of them uh, attacks your sentinel, Ander, or your echo. Does your echo get first attack when they enter the space, or? I don't believe so. And I also already used my reaction, so. Okay. I think, I think they're safe to run across if they wanted to do that. All right, 17 hit. Yep. All right, so two more have crossed on the uh, on the gang in plank. Will, it is your turn. Okay, so people are already trying to cross these these different gangplanks, but I want to try to slow that down a little bit. Um, they're mostly just crossing from our ship to the other ship, correct? Correct. The other ship was not prepared for this attack, and I rolled a I rolled a three for them. So, you know. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna place cloud of daggers on one of those gangplanks. Um. To you know, kind of encumber anybody that's that's trying to get over uh, any of the bad guys. Is there one gangplank or two? Two. I thought I saw two. Yeah. Can I can I see which one looks like it's you know a little bit more crowded or more more people are trying to go on gangplank? Yeah, they're more um trying to cross at the stern gangplank at this point. Beautiful. All right, I'm placing it on the stern gangplank. All right. So if anybody goes through there, let me know. They'll get hit. Or if anybody's in progress across. Not this round, but cool. Uh, we are back at the top of the. Oh wait, nope. The tools. The tools are gonna go, and they are actually able to kind of jump across. So the two of them have run and leapt across. And just to kind of describe what you're seeing on the other side, they're being met by kind of an undermanned crew. You know, you can see that the the crew of the Gazad, uh, they're fewer than what you would normally find on a, a boat of this size, is they're probably half-staffed. But you do see Mavelich, which this gargantuan giant of a man. He is a Goliath with a giant war hammer kind of swinging and clobbering off a few of the, the attacking or um, in boarding party. You see Gilby call out to the water and snaking its way up from the water a giant sorry i forgot snaking its way up from the water a giant coral snake that he mounts and rides it's fucking badass you hear him call susan to me <laughs> that's as a snake comes out out of the water uh ander we're back at the top of the order all right i'll uh Go re-engage with the captain. Um, Resummon the echo at the uh, bow gangplank. Uh, so uh, just just a heads up to re-engage with the captain. The captain fled to the top up uh, to this to the helm of the ship. So after he disengaged, he used the rest mm -hmm. of his movement to clear. There are also good number of ship hands between you. 
Okay. In that case, I'll just kind of run over to the nearest shipmate and start taking them out. All right. You run to a shipmate that's looking like he's about to cross the uh, the gangplank. I mean, if I I see he's about to run into a cloud of daggers, I'm going to let him do it and just go past. Okay. Um, And I'll take on the next one. Uh, (laughs) Does a 22 hit? Does. All right. Take five damage and a 19 to hit. Also hits. All right, take another seven damage. All right, can you kind of cinematically describe how you're doing these? Sure. As I run across the uh, deck of the ship, I bring my sword up in kind of a, like, just baseball bat style. And just before getting to him, I'll, like, slide through (laughs) and just try to do a bit of a spin as I get back to my feet, uh, cutting him up as I go through and on my way up. Your slices cut right through his thin leather armor and his bowels just fall out of his stomach right onto the floor as he drops dead in front of you. Got a wet floor over here. Careful, everyone. Rot, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna blast the two that I shot initially first, the two that are already wounded. Okay. Does a 15 hit? It does. Then that means the 23 hits. Yep. All right. Uh, the first one takes six damage. Okay. The second one takes eight damage. This is killing both of them. Come on, you want to describe it? Uh, in a fit of rage, Rot getting angrier and angrier, he's like, I can't be conflicted like this any longer! I need to control myself! And he blasts both of them right through the middle of their chest, leaving identical matching holes that... Uh, the third guy I'm hoping can look at each one and see ship wall with also like clear holes to this open sea. Not the water sea, but you know, it's I'm assuming because they're like chest type now. Mm-hmm. So he can see like a single flop by and maybe a jumping fish flops in the other hole. As you do that, Jeremy appears hey! and slams the dagger into the back of the guy's head, killing in the other deckhand. It's like, right now. Nah. I knew you'd come back to us. Welcome back to the dark side. Been yeah. uh, been lovely to have you here. Uh, <laughs> J-Dog, <laughs> you knew you couldn't keep me away from ever, and I'd take the dagger out of the guy's head, and I'd fist bump Jeremy. <laughs> Gosh, back. Don't worry about it. I'm uh, going to go pop back to hell now. Kinda... Say hi to everyone for me. Can do. See you at the Christmas party. Okay. <laughs> and then he's going to use his movement. Uh, he goes upstairs. Okay. It's ten feet short. Do demons do demons celebrate Christmas? Uh, pagan holiday, but bro. So no. <laughs> but this one does. Xmas. He likes the evil <clears throat> bit of cons- that consumerism is in Christmas. So yeah, I would say the demons really celebrate it now that I think about it. That makes sense. And that's the end of my <laughs> turn. All right. Uh, Daphne, you're up. Uh, where is the Capitan? The Capitan has fled back to the helm of your ship. So you don't have line of sight on him anymore as there's another mass blocking you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to shoot at Big Bug Chan. Uh, an unnatural 20. Hits. Uh, takes nine damage. You want to describe the shot? Uh, I'm going to line up the shot, and its uh, left eye is going to splatter all over the deck. It roars in pain. 
I actually don't know how it sounds. <laughs> P headphone listeners. Does it sound like Zoidberg? Damn. Uh, the pirate captain embarks out orders to his crew who to engage and to attack. Like you calling out your position, Daphne, and two of the deckhands turn and fire hand crossbows at you. Only one manages to come close to hitting you because hand crossbows are not a reliable weapon. Go ahead and take four damage. And or, or as it saw that, or as one of the crewmates has seen that you have attacked one of its friends, it steps up, steps up to you and it pulls out a long sword, takes a swing, does not manage to connect through your thick armor. Are you still wearing your armor? Uh, yes, I am still wearing my armor but I'll like cross swords with him, trying to deflect the blow. Nice. One of them goes up, up to try to attack you, Will. Well, using a short hurt crossbow, he fires hers up into your, you know, little musical perch and just kind of whizzes past you as you're surrounded and kind of got some good coverage. Ha, missed me. And now you have to kiss me. Don't, don't shoot it. Don't shoot again though. <laughs> Ooh, pucker up. All right. Uh, Will, your turn. Hell yeah. All right. I'm gonna um, shoot the the uh, the shuls, scary looking boys. Uh, the one that Daphne shot, if I if I can, from where I'm at, I've got a hand crossbow. I'd like to do the shooty shoot with. The other bow. We can say you can hit. You can probably shoot a leg. Dope. All right. Uh, here we go. Action. And does a oh god damn it. Does a twelve? Does a twelve do it? Does not. A twelve. All right. Um. Well, I think Ander would be probably the next in in combat order, at least of, of our friends. So I'm gonna try to give him a little uh a little bardic inspiration uh, next uh for my for my bonus action. Uh, and my little song will go a little something like this. Uh, Ander, we're on the open seas. This didn't go well, but if you please, could you? Do something really heroic, otherwise we're gonna sink. And you get a you get a D eight that you can add to almost any roll that you can think of, like a ability check or an attack roll or a saving throw, or even a damage roll. Perfect. Yeah. And that's my turn. All right. And as you finish singing, you know, the cannons again go boom from from your ship, dealing a fair amount of damage to the other her vessel, the Gazahood, and it's. It's still holding firm, but you kind of you're calculating in your minds means that if this cannon fire continues, you may not last, or it may not last afloat for all that much longer. The sh- the uh, shuls and the boarding party that have gone across are already making somewhat quickish work of Gilby and Mavlich's crew. Uh, they start off with ten crewmen. And that you've seen, and you've already seen several of them fall at this point. Uh, Ander, you're back up as I count the damage for how much that cannon did. Cannon fire. A lot of yeah. D10s. <laughs> Dang. Uh, so where are like the stairs down to where the cannons are? Uh, they're in the middle of the boat. So, like kind of right next to me or... Yeah, uh, back a little ways. We'll say back about 20 feet. Okay. Um, since I've still got people around me, I'm going to first focus on taking them out. Um, there's the two around me, right? Yes. All right. First one, I'm going to attack a non-natural 20. Yes. So that is four damage, man. And then a 23 to hit. Hits. So that is another 10 damage. Um, and there's 
another one still around me? There's two of them I'm right by you now. Okay, I just I did just do 14 damage to one of them. He's dead. Okay, so there's one left near me. Um, sorry, which one did you just do 14 to? Oh, sorry, I thought you were doing that to the two of them. 10 to one, oh. four to the other. Okay. Um, Are you doing it to the same person? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to use my action surge, so I'll take another two attacks anyway. Okay, so are you hitting them separately or are you hitting them together? I will hit them together. I'll focus on one first and then the next one. Tell me how it looks. All right. Uh, as the three of us are in, engaged in a little sword fight, uh, when one of them attacks, uh, I see an opening and kind of dart in close to kind of give him a few good stabs right in the chest. He raises his sword high as you come in and you get the two pokes both into the chest and he falls. Uh, that's a natural 20. So that's uh, another 14 damage to the other guy in just the one attack. Let's describe that one attack. Uh, I, I feel another uh, swing coming at me from behind. So I'll kind of duck down. Uh, and then as I turn around, I'm just gonna lop off a leg. And you lop off and he topples over the edge of the boat kind of clonking on the gangplank as he falls into the sea now rich with his blood um and where's my duplicate at right now uh you would resummon him i assumed on the same gang gangplank he's on the non-cloud of daggers gangplank all right um he's probably just gonna go away but i'm gonna go downstairs i'll probably have to resummon him again okay you end your turn heading downstairs we high five as we cross each other on the stairs because <laughs> Rot was coming up. And Rot, as you high-five him, take your turn. I come up and uh, I see, you know, the six left crewmates on our side and the mess on the other side of the cannonball-ridden ship. Uh, While up here, I want to use Thaumaturgy to yell out, Mavelich! Gilby! Make your way over here! Your ship is starting to sink! We have a little problem here, you see. There's two of these giant jewels. Never, yeah, that's a good point. Hold there, friend. We would never leave our crewmen behind. Bring them with. Your ship's going down. We have problems here that we need to fix before we can go assist. Good point. I'll work on it. And I go downstairs also to start looking for cannons. Okay. That I can turn off because I already used my action to yell at them, which I was a waste of an action. So you you head back downstairs. We'll say that you you know came up, saw, uh, still have a few feet of movement, and but you're you're a little bit behind Ander at this point. So I'm looking for cannons with Ander. Yeah, and you know the cannons are not on the level that you just were, but there's more stairs to a further down level that you would kind of assume the cannons are at because. You felt them underneath of you when they fired. I mean, Chip gave us a tour. I'm sure we know where we're going. Yeah, you know, cannons. These things happen. Cannons, you know, they're roughly where cannons are kept. Yeah, cannons. By all the rich, good-looking merch. (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't actually rich, good-looking merch. There were two giant creatures that they were going to release to sink the ship. Boy, I'm glad we didn't open it earlier. You wanted us to. I mean, I did say don't open it, if that counts for anything. (laughs) <laughs> that's it that's in my turn daphne we're gonna shoot the bug again tried and true shoot the bug again 
Nope, we're not going to shoot the bug again. You're just going to hang out near your little perch? No, I missed. But but you're not moving out of your perch. You're just content to stay up oh, there. Uh, No, we're going to hang the fuck out of here and shoot down from a distance. Captain continues to bark orders to his crew. And so, let's see. Uh, two of them that were kind of standing in wait, defending his position, move forward and up to fire her cross bolts at you, Daphne. Uh, neither of them hit because I just can't roll for shit today. Uh, and then two of them are also going to continue to fire hand crossbow bolts at will, and one of them is a nat 20. Thank God. Shit. William. <laughs> go, go ahead. And, oh, sorry. I'd rather not. wrong dice here. If it's all the same to you. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead all and right. take 11 damage. 11 damage. It's a real bummer. On the other ship, it looks like it actually Mavelich is doing quite well while handling some of these you know, crewmen as they're coming across, and the crew is rallying behind him as he has just straight up cleaved a man clear off of the edge, which moving him about 15 feet. Beautiful. Unfortunately, though, what you're seeing in the tools kind of gang up and deliver a, a fair amount of damage which to good old Susan, the giant and coral snake, and she's, she's hurt and she's kind of calling out in pain, you know, but continuing to fight as Gilby rides is on her valiantly. Will, you're up. All right. So nobody, nobody's been, been falling for my cloud of daggers uh, uh, thing on the gangplank. Nobody's, well, shit. All right. Ander killed them. Damn it. I mean, that's good, but damn it. Um, I think instead I'm going to, well, I'll, I'll leave it there for now because I can leave it there for up to a minute. Um, but I kind of want to try to take care of these cannons. Um, so am I within 60 feet? I mean, I'm on the ship, right? I'm, I'm at the front there. So are there some cannons like below me? Um, I'm assuming, uh, just off the side of the ship that I can, uh, that are within 60 feet of me. So you're up kind of in a, a crow's nest. I'm just thinking downward angle. Um, they're not above board cannons. They're like under cannon. Yeah. So they're you might be able to see like the tip of the cannon poking out through the the cannon hole but usually there's like a flap that covers that as well gotcha okay can i uh can i you know scramble down from my perch just to get a little bit a little bit closer and then i want to try to like i want to try to cast my unseen servant to like be where the the cannon is and kind of try to interfere with whoever's firing them like i'm thinking at the very at the very least just kind of like snuff out uh, the the igniter thing. Every time they try to go to, <laughs> to ignite the cannon, he's just kind of like, nope, nope. Are you able to cast it through to somewhere you can't see? Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, the servant springs into existence in an unoccupied space on the ground within range, so within sixty feet of me. Uh, it doesn't really say too much about like if I have line okay. of sight or not. I'll, I'll let it happen. And so your un, unseen cool. servant kind of pops up a few decks below and sees his nine cannons pointed at the ready along the other ship. And it is, yeah. you know, kind of stopping one from from being uh, lit and loaded. Yeah, if I can just stop at least one of the cannons, you know, that'd be that'd be cool. So, yeah, he's just trying to like snuff out. The, the little igniter switch every or the little igniter uh, fuse every time they try to 
<laughs> they try to do that. Give me a dexterity check for your uh, unseen servant to see if he's quick enough. Oh, okay. I like that. Uh, where is dexterity? Oh, the dexterity. God fucking damn it. All right, that was a natural one. So he's not doing too hot this time. Yeah, he's not quite. He's blowing. <laughs> but as he is not a physical being... He doesn't have breath, <laughs> so like he doesn't have lungs to breathe it out. So it's, it's just not working for him. Bummer. Well, shit. I guess that's my fucking turn. <laughs> At this point, I'm just rolling d20, so I don't have to roll as many of them. Does that seem fair? Sure. At this point, in the Gazad fires back its own cannons. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> the best ideas. I mean, this is this is naval combat. You guys got to, like, you know, I mean, makes sense, right? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And then and then neither ship could sail. <laughs> and then everybody died. Now, you do know that your vessel is a little bit sturdier, but these are these are hardened warriors with good cannons and they did a shit ton of damage. I say <laughs> This is their first time firing the cannons, and I bet you it's more than the other ones ours have done. Well, I don't know what to say is ours. And... Um, go ahead and give me dexterity saving throws, all of you. All of us. All of us. All of all us. Of us. All, all of us. <laughs> I'm glad I got my first shitty dexterity roll out of the way. Oh. I crit failed. I also crit failed. Yeah. What the Fuck. I'm below deck though. Fail. I'm 12. I got a 12. Only crit, okay. fail I got non-natural. So as the boat shakes, uh, Rot and Will are, you know, a little bit shaken, but fine. Meanwhile, debris shatters off of these hits, striking both Ander and Daphne. Blah. We'll give you each 10 damage. Blah. And Ander, you're up. All right, I'll uh, shake myself off from that uh, hit there and continue moving on toward where I think the uh, cannons are and start taking out people there. You make your way down on another flight of stairs and you see a good number of people. Several of them hit, you know, cannons fired into each other at cannon level. So you, quite a few are, are injured, but there's seems to be about eight of them still up and moving. All right. I will summon my duplicate in the middle of the room, kind of between me and a few of them. And I'll just start attacking the ones that are like on the side closest to me. Oh my God, I crit failed again. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so I'm guessing that's just an automatic miss. Yes. Um, and instead of like a, yeah. All right. So my second attack was a 22 to hit. Hits. And I'm going to do a, uh, I'm going to add the inspiration to this hit as well. Uh, so that's 14 damage on that one. Uh, and then I'm going to have uh, my echo attack one as well. Okay. So as you descend down the stairs, you swing once, but still shaken and miss. And your second attack goes right in into this man's neck, clavicle, blood sprays out and he falls dead. Awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Hell yeah. Um, all right. And my uh, my echo, uh, that's a 19 to hit. And that's another five damage. Okay. The one kind of like between it and myself. Yeah. Rot, you're following Ander down the stairs. 
I get uh, down the stairs and I see Ander and be like, Ander, we got We can't stick around on this ship. And I pull out all my wands of detonating and I walk over to his duplicate and I hand him the big bundle and be like, we need to get upstairs, get out of here. Tell him to wait about 30 seconds and blow this ship. And then I start running back upstairs to the deck where I yell, we need to get off this ship now. All right. <laughs> okay. So I've run back up to the top and I'm preparing to cross. I don't know how much movement you want to combat. Yeah, we'll say that you can make it all the way up um, basically to the gangplank. Perfect. I yell so that these two can hear the plan also. Okay. Uh, Daphne, you've now been told that the ship is going to be blown up by a bunch of wands of detonating. I also will have no more wands of detonating after this. So that's like five times eight, that many D8s. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which ship is he blowing up? It's also fire damage. We're blowing up the, the noble otter. And trying to get over. You don't have to do it. I gave him to your duplicate. You control the duplicate. I mean, I'm not going to not do it. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Is there a, a good space on the other ship? <laughs> is there a safe place to be? There's those two fucking shuls and the goddamn... It's a, it's a pretty busy uh, busy ship. <laughs> it's, it's busy. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one of these ships is going down from cannon fire. So, so I can't... Well, I can't even really see the other ship. Oh. Yes, you oh. <laughs> I'm gonna move the fucking camera a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna teleport myself to the other ship. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're not taking the whole team? Whoops. Uh, you're all far away from me. He's not close enough. I'm 10 uh, feet from you. Uh, he's up I'm in the, the crow's uh, nest. The crow's nest. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's like, damn, I know you hate me, Kyle, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so I'm gonna cast that. Bummer. Rolling. Uh, say if I'm looking at the spot, it should be fairly easy. Yeah, yeah. What kind of is a familiar spot if you uh, if you can visibly see it? Yeah. So I got a forty. So I'm on target. Cool. Uh, give me a deck saving throw. <laughs> now he likes to do saving. I got a twelve. All right. As you switch boats, you know they're kind of they're weight swaying in the ocean. I just wanted to see if that tripped you up. But it did. Did so you pop go, into its crow's nest? No, I'm gonna pop onto the uh, the deck, uh, kind of over by the other side. The poop yeah. deck. Coming in in the back behind and uh, the Gazad's crew. Yeah, and that was pretty much all I could do. Actually, uh, let me cast. Uh, fucking where is he? Let me cast a protector on whoever's closest to me. That little. Little, little crew dude all right protector has jumped off is now helping out one of the crewmen so let me see what d8 uh he gains 11 temporary hit points damn that's all yeah fred redborn really appreciates that they call him red fred freddy that's all i can do okay because casting teleport is my main action yeah that makes sense all right uh a couple of the crewmen chase after or really just kind of step up to ander at this point so uh three of the crewmen kind of come after ander and two of them are going to do some damage to you uh, with their long long swordy boys <laughs> their long dicks <laughs> sorry i have it i've had some wine <laughs> the perfect excuse <laughs> and it takes 16 damage <laughs> all right fun stuff meanwhile two of them are going to continue to shoot their short or uh 
or their hand crossbows. <gasps> Finally, one of them is shooting a hand crossbow at will. The other one is casting Fuck. just. So, Will, I am going to need you to make. Oh no, you're. This just happens. Oh, cool. <laughs> I don't like Gus that. This does no damage to you, but it does push you out of your yeah. nest. Just where you've been. I'm sure. Been hiding out. And you do take six damage on the fall out of the nest. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Your boy's got a reaction with Featherfall. Oh, all right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I still fall, but I don't take any damage, I would say. But you do take eight damage from the one that shot you with a hand crossbow. I mean, that definitely makes <laughs> sense. What, am I like a moving target, though, because I'm falling? Wh- who hit me first, the gust or the arrow? You know, so what happened was the arrow was shot first, <laughs> and then the gust okay. propelled the arrow even faster into you. <laughs> Well, sh- well, shit. The crossbowman rolled in that twenty, so it was aided by this uh, by this gust of wind. Okay, you crit on All Will right. twice now. <laughs> I only kill Will. It's just a thing. Dang. Yeah. But this also got him closer to the ground, which in theory makes it easier for him to leave the boat. Yeah. So I'm on the ground now. I took a little damage, but I'm on the I'm on the deck. So that's nice. You're you're about ninety feet away from being able to run down, cross the gangplank, and be on the other boat. Oh, just a heads up. Cool. It's also your turn. <laughs> Shit. Alrighty. Alrighty. Um, I don't want to take too much more damage, and I would also like to move a little bit faster here. Um. Okay. So n- still, still nobody's uh, still nobody's um, fallen for my cloud of daggers, which was a useless fucking useless spell slot um so i'm gonna do i'm gonna cast invisibility on myself um yeah so i'm gonna be incognito uh the cloud of daggers is is dispelled um because invisibility is a concentration spell so i'm gonna go ahead and cast that um and then i'm just gonna start running for the gangplank but uh i am now um invisible and you know they'll they'll need a, a really good um, investigate to see. Okay, yeah. give me a stealth check with advantage. I think I get. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I get a little bit of advantage there. Okay, stealthy, 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 stealth. Oh god damn it! Where is it? There. It is. All right, first roll is not great. Let's try more. Get out of here, D and D Beyond. You're so much harder to use when you're drunk. Oh cool. Uh, twenty one. So as you're falling out of the crow's nest, you time this perfectly to go invisible, making it look like you've fallen off the edge of the boat. And the crewmen are just just like high-fiving each other, like, fuck yeah, we pushed him off the boat. Oh, nice. Excellent. So I'm incognito as hell. Yeah. I'm running for that gangplank. And I think, my, I mean, my movement is not very, it's only 30 feet, so I'm I'm still a little ways away. But I'm heading there. Uh, at this this moment, uh, you kind of, you look across and you see the shuls again attacking and you know the two crews going at each other and it really seems the tide is is not going well uh for mavelich and gilby's crew as you see two more of their crew members fall what numbers are not looking good uh they're outnumbered they're evenly numbered human to human noid Uh, but then you've got two of the big, big uh, chules on there. Down below, Ander, you see the couple of cannons that 
are still able to be manned right now. You've distracted a few, a couple of them were taken out by the last cannon fire. There's still a couple of cannons firing uh, and they are, they're continuing into barrage the Gazad with even more holes now. And it is back to your turn. All right, here, here it goes. Uh, I'm going to move my duplicate further away, um, and I'm going to start running upstairs. Um, I, I'm not disengaging, so I'm going to take a couple of attacks of opportunity, I'm sure. Yeah, there were three of them uh, on you uh, last, last we saw. And let's see, only one of them is hitting you. So you're going to take another eight damage. All right. Uh, so I move 25 feet with my first round of movement. Uh, I'm going to take the dash action. And then at the end of that, I'm going to have my duplicate uh, blow up all the ones of detonate. You're going to do it now? You're not going to wait till we get I, across? <laughs> I can't. As soon as I'm like 60 feet away from my duplicate, it goes away at the end of my turn. So I can't wait. God. It's too late to apologize. Yep. Too late. So, boom. It's forty. It's forty d eight. All right. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and just uh, I'm gonna roll that real quick. You're just gonna get. Yeah. Oh. I'll roll a new character. I mean, I'm really hoping the blast is. You could just have him follow you up to the dock in the deck. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to get as far away from the blast as I could. That's fair. So the rest that's... of my songs will be from beyond the grave. <laughs> well, there's a radius to them, right? There is. And there is some advantage to having a blow up under the deck. You've got two layers of deck between you. And, you know, blowing up on the surface is just going to hurt the surface deck. That's true. And a little ways below. This is blowing a hole in the bottom of the boat, basically. Yeah, that's 197 damage. <laughs> 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 how much damage does a boat have how much how many hit so <laughs> technically technically a boat has uh or this type of boat has 500 hp um oh okay. but we're gonna say with the strategic nature of this uh you blew a pretty sizable hole into the bottom of the boat uh, or the near bottom of it. And it's taking on water really fast at this point. Surely, surely the cannons have been disabled at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a safe bet. Everyone in the cannon room is dead. <laughs> Bummer. Can can I use the momentum of this explosion to just hurl myself towards the fucking Me too. another boat? I do think it'd be a fair thing to make you all do deck saving throws as this is absolutely this is a pretty big uh so everybody but Daphne, I want a deck saving throw. Oh yeah, I already got my deck saving. Christ almighty. Thanks. Fuck. Eight. Uh twelve. <laughs> Will, you are still standing. You the shake and rumble. Keeps you up. The other two of you fall prone. Bummer. On that note, Daphne, you are up. It's me. Oh, yeah. Rot, you're up. Is it a bonus action or an action to stand up? It is your full movement. Uh, Fine. Laying down, I use Misty Step to move teleport right on over to the other (laughs) boat. You, uh, I'll let you do your own. Uh, where, how far can you go with Misty Step? Let's make sure it's at. Let's you should at least be able to get onto the other boat easily, thirty um, feet into an unoccupied space. Okay, 
I was so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, right between the, those. Yeah, just jump into safety. Is he standing up or is he laying down still? No, he's still laying down. He's still laying down? All right. Well, that's my turn because that was my full action to cast that. So you can use your movement to stand up. Oh, I use all my movement to stand up. And yeah. I'm hanging out with my two homies right here. All right, Daphne. Uh, I'm going to shoot Bugachan once more. Okay. Does a 24 hit? It does. It takes 13 damage to the thorax. All right. And as the pirates have now seen a massive hole in their own boat uh, and realize it's taking on water, they're going to try to flee and cross uh, into the other boat. Uh, one of them has crossed your cloud of daggers, at least. Yeah. Oh, that was already dispelled. Oh. Well, unfortunately, they would have crossed this into your cloud of daggers. Uh, a couple. Of- I should have kept it. Damn it! They're running right past you uh, because they want to get off the boat before it sinks. So, will you get opportunity attack against two of them? Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna fucking try to smack him with my rapier. Does a does a fourteen hit? Does. Beautiful. Uh, that one person is gonna take. They're gonna take seven damage. Little ching ching. Nice. Try to cut their shins. And you said I get one more. Yeah, there are two of them. Beautiful. This next one is a seventeen. Uh, so he's gonna take another seven damage. Just double sevens. And says they crossed just to the boat. Poke, poke, and they can't even—they can't even fucking see me because I'm still invisible. So they just—they don't even know. It's like, ow! What, where's that coming from? Your worst nightmare, bitch. Ooh. So uh, I've been rolling to see, you know, how the the other side battles going, and based on based on the numbers, using different dice. So like, you know, the the noble otter crew who's outnumbering them, they get a d20. The other side, it gets a d8 because they've got fewer people. And the Noble Otter Staff just rolled a crit fail. So Mavelich, with his mighty Warhammer, is fighting his way to try to get an aid Gilby, who's kind of surrounded at this point, and facing down one of the shwools. Mavelich cleaves through two of the opposing crewmen. And we're back at the top of the, uh, the order. Andrew, you're up. I, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and stand up. I... I'll uh, summon my duplicate over by the uh, gangplank that it has all the people on it. Are you trying to position him so that way he prevents their exit or pre- prevents them from getting onto the other side? Uh, yeah, if I can. Yep. Perfect. Um, you said it was my full movement to get up? Yeah, from not prone. And so you can okay. You can sacrifice your action and for move more movement. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to... Attack the gangplank through my echo. Try to knock the gangplank into the ocean. Okay. Uh, the first attack is a 17 to hit, and the other one was an 11 to hit. They both hit. All right. Uh, first one did four damage to the plank, and the next one did seven, so 11 total. With the given weight of three people crossing this gangplank at the same time, him, uh, and your hits... You have collapsed the gangplank and the three crew members, well, two crew members and the captain who are fleeing the boat have fallen into the water. <clears throat> I am still stuck on this boat though. Yes. Uh, and this boat is sinking um, pretty fast. It's, it's going down, going hard. Uh, Rot, you are up. <clears throat> uh, 
changes what I'm going to do, what happened, but to kind of give Ander and Will uh, clear access, I'm going to Eldritch Blast two shots right at this guy, just because I want them to have a clear run across without anyone standing in their way. Appreciate One it. is a nat 20 on him. Okay. The Damn. other is an 11. Uh, the nat 20 hits. So it's still, right. do you want me to roll one and double it, or do you want me to roll two? Either way, whichever you're more comfortable with. Nine, that is 21. You just straight blast him off. Of he uh, he topples and falls into the now shark-infested water as you've been kind of murdering people, and there's a fair amount of blood that's in the water. Hey, guys, yeah. don't trip. Shit's a little slick with the red <laughs> blood, not wine. Or wine, if we're talking about uh, Connor. Or are you yeah. are you drinking white? I've been in my cup. I was drinking whiskey earlier, and now I'm drinking wine. Mixing. All right, Daphne, you're up. Uh, we are going to cook bug with scorching ray. Uh, is one of them more wounded than the other one? Yeah, the one that you've been firing at has taken more damage. Okay, I will shoot at that one. Does a 22 hit? It does. I can't think of much that a 22 would not hit at this point <laughs> in the game, but. Does 17 hit? It does. <laughs> okay, I hit all three then. Nice. 24 damage. The shul is bloody. Hooray. Man, you still have to deal with these guys? Uh, Does it take like more from fire damage or is it? No, it doesn't. Uh, okay, let's just make it sure. I didn't think so, but 100%. All right, the two crews go at each other. And once again, and it looks like the Mavelich uh, Gilby crew has lost another crew member in this fight for injustice and justice. Uh, Will, you are up. All right. I'm going to try to, I think I'm still invisible. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and I'm going to try to scramble across, across the uh, gangplank to the other ship. Yeah, you're still invisible. Beautiful. And uh, let's see. Do I have any more movement to be able to attack any anybody within melee range? Is that twenty-five? Yeah, give him the diagonal. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to chop him up. Well, not chop him up. I'm gonna try to poke him up with my uh, my rapier. Boop. A okay, and that should hit. It's twenty-two, so he's gonna take damn near uh nine damage. And I'm just gonna uh you know roll. Do a quick little roll and just thrust, uh, still invisible, and just try to just stab right into this guy. Nice. Uh, the 23 hit a hit, hits. Uh, he takes he's the nine damage, and he's bloodied, but he's still up and, and going. Meanwhile, the shuls. Oh, actually, can I do a bonus action real quick? Just do a little more bardic inspiration to... Uh, I see my boy uh, Rot here is is right there. Yeah. And I just say, uh, Rot, this ship is fraught with danger. <laughs> uh, take a... Take some inspiration and and uh, don't be a stranger. Fuck these guys up, or uh, if if you please, uh, bring them down to their knees. Love it. Amen. Not his best one. You powered through. You figured it out. Uh, at this point, the shuls I did kind of lunge forward and. Seeing as Daphne has been firing at this one the whole time, it basically it, it charges you her, would. and with its two pincers, swings. Uh, the first first one misses, but the second one grapples her, and she is caught in its giant lobster-esque claws. Uh, Daphne, go ahead and take 11 damage, and you are grappled. You're grappled. I'm not grappled by you. You're grappled by me. <laughs> I mean, technically, it is a two-way grappling. 
can win. You hold them and they hold you. So Nathan, I think you just described a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can I make a, yeah, I'm going to actually do a uh, reaction to that. Uh, I'm going to cast shield, uh, which gives me plus five to AC. Um, then as it reaches down to grapple you, it pincers around this shielded magical bubble, however you want to describe it. How do you want to describe it? Uh, it's just, it's yeah, it's like a field of force. As it tries to break into the field of force, but it is, it is unsuccessful. So Daphne is not right. Hell yeah, brother. Correct. All right. Uh, Ander, you are still on the sinking ship, and it has now dropped down and descended a ways is to the point where it's actually... Uh, the gangplank has fallen off as the ship is sinking. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to move my echo over to where the tool is that's attacking Daphne, and I'm going to switch places with it. Actually, before I switch places with it, I will attack with it. Um, so my two attacks through that. That's a non-natural 20, a 15, and I'm going to use my Unleash Incarnation so you rolled a- uh, it's a 20, a 15, and an 18. The 20 and the 15 hit. The 18 doesn't? Sorry, the 20 and the 18 hit. Okay. The 15 doesn't. Uh, I speak good sometimes. Makes sense. All right. That's a 16 damage total. And as you come across, you are able to stab and plunge two swords into this uh, shul. And would you like to describe its death? Ooh. Uh, I expertly lop off the uh, claws and in the shielded arm, I'm going to catch one and just be like, "Mm, this is going to go great in some butter. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to say this. I lied. I was looking at uh, Susan the snake's health. So he's not dead, but that was still excellent. You know, boo. (laughs) All right. Boober. I thought it was a death when I asked the question because they have the same base HP and their lines are right next to each other. So just like crossing, Mm. you know, the spreadsheet. Cross the screen. Uh, I think that was 16 damage. Yeah. Still alive. Not bloody yet. Not bloody yet. (laughs) Yikes. I thought this one was the one that Daphne had been attacking. Yeah, Daphne's. Done 22 damage to it. Okay. Wait, what? I did like 24 damage in one hit. In one hit. Did you put that on the snake? I put that on the snake. Yep. Put that, Good put job. that on Susan. <laughs> Susan. So I, did, I did one shot, which did eight damage. One shot, which did 10 damage. And then the scorching ray, which did 24. And 16. Okay. So it still has some health left, but it is bloodied. Okay. I was like, like, fuck, man. How's Susan doing? Wait, how's Susan? Susan's doing better. Is Susan okay? (laughs) Much much better now. She's not taking five billion damage from me. I got better. (laughs) Wait, you don't attack that snake? Oh, right, right, right. I think what I'm going to do in the future is on the spreadsheet of like highlighted enemies and allies, like you know, all right, enemies yeah. are in this light green. You know. There you go. Yeah. Just Don't put enemies in light green. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. That was... These hostels. These... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man. We're still working out the kinks. That's all good. I like your spreadsheet, though, Nathan. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah, that slick. Was... I didn't want to show you guys the rest of it, but like over on the side, I also have like 
what different attacks they can do. Are they multi-attack? And then further to the side, mm. I have what their stats are. Uh, I added that after last or two sessions ago when uh, Will, you cast something. I had It was like a DC con saving throw. And I was like, shit, I don't know what constitution modifier is. So it keeps mm. getting more complex, but I like it. Nice. Uh, it's a pro dungeon master for you right there yeah. using technology. Thanks, Gus, from tiktok you really helped me out yeah Gus. we love you gus unless you know you're a shitty person then not so much but based on this we do love yeah. you yeah yeah no gus is a really nice guy he's got two pretty cute cats like, yeah go gus whose turn was it that was Anders. Anders, rot you're up uh rod's gonna position himself rot is going to spread his arms looking at the coachella i forgot its name the shawl the shul the shul the shul and the rest of these and go, I define what is good and bad to me. And I cast fear, which is a 30-foot cone from me. Okay. Uh, every Damn. Uh, enemy creature has, uh, I project the phantasmal image of the creature's worst nightmares and fears, and they must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. It's not going to get the second one. That's fine, as long as it kind of gets some of the sailor boys. It gets one of the sailor boys. And can I position myself in any way that would make it better? Um, not really. Not, not really if you're trying to get this one. All right, then I'm going to knock everything over. I'm going to move to here and do it that way. Okay, so you're trying to get the clump that's all yeah. surrounding Gilby and Susan? Right. I'm going to say the same thing, but like cut the part. Just say it again. That'll make my life easier. All right. Um, I define what is good and evil and right and wrong and every gray area in between. And I cast fear on this group. Right now, uh, that does sound a bit like a god complex, uh, Jamie popping in here. But, you know, to do I, you... I mean, you know, Beaver is my boy. He's a... I mean, Beaver is my boy. He's my, you know, he's the one who's guiding me through all my powers and everything. I mean, I mean I'm deciding for myself, not for the world. Don't get me wrong. Oh, all right. Uh, so what does fear do again? Uh, all creatures uh, in the area must make a wisdom saving throw. 14 or better. You project a phantasmal image of the creature's worst fears. Each creature that, uh, if they fail, the creature must move uh, the safest available route away from me for a full minute and drop everything they're holding. Weapons, armor, shields. They must drop everything. Okay. And constantly That's pretty cool. moving away from me for a minute. Okay. So the wisdom saving throw is 14. All right. So red dice is going to be the... Uh... The shul, everything else will be the other dice. The shul have any wisdom modifiers? No. They're so wise. I was really hoping for a, like a negative two for their wisdom. Well, everything rolled single digits except the shul. All right. So all the sailors drop their weapons and everything and move as far away from me as safely possible. Unless you want, you know, flavor text and they jump off the boat because, you know, water can be safe. Well, you see, as sailors, yeah, yeah, sailors kind of know this, and they're uh, they're just going to move away from you, but the shul is still there and still engaged in a battle with Gilby and Susan. That's the end of my turn. Daphne, you're up. Yeah, we'll just shoot again. Does a 12 hit the fucking thing in front of me? It does not. Sag. That's about all I can do. Right. Fear means they can't come closer to you for a minute? Correct. Okay. Then the two that are still within range of Gilby 
he and Susan, uh, since they no longer have weapons because they dropped the weapons that yeah. they were holding, are going to pull out short daggers. <laughs> All right. I would assume that sailors would no, probably I have a dagger on them. I think that's completely fair. I think I, I could see them having daggers and knives as like a cut and rope type of tool, like utility tool almost. Yeah. Absolutely. And the one that kind of cuts into Susan and does a little bit more of the good old namage. Uh, the other, uh, only other crewman on board the vessel uh, has been fighting with Will, and he's going to try to stab at Will with his short sword, and he does indeed land this hit. The, would he have disadvantage because I'm still invisible? Are you, do you maintain invisibility while attacking, or is I feel like when we had an earlier pod, you mentioned something about it goes away if you attack. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. I could be wrong. The spell ends for a target. You're right. The spell ends for a target that attacks or casts. Okay. So yeah, I'm visible again. All right. Here I am. <laughs> Thank God there are no hurricanes. How much damage? Well, I threw a D10 instead of the actual light die, which is a D8. So I figure I should re-roll it. Yeah. Unless well, unless the D8 ends up being higher than the D10. In which case, let's go to D10. They actually both end up being sevens. So go ahead and take 11 damage because there's, you know, roll plus the four. 11? Yeah. Have I killed you yet? Ouch. No, not quite. Getting there. It's always my goal. Will you up? Oh, hell yeah. Um... Well, damn! Now that this, now that I know that this guy can see me and he attacked, I kind of uh, might. Um, where's this this little bug that's over by Yoda? Is Yoda my ally? Yes. Okay. Um, I am gonna cast Cloud of Daggers in a way as to fuck up that bug, but not Yoda. It's a five. It's a five foot cube. So I'm gonna cast it over on the other side of it. The shuls are a large monster, so they would take up up a, a twenty foot space oh shit yeah so i'm gonna cast it right right on that dude gilby is also riding a, a giant snake that is a a long snake so you know it, it's it's kind of a nice battle over there yeah so i'm gonna help him out there and then cast a cloud of daggers so whenever it's their turn they'll start taking some damage and just like that it is their turn right after yours dope so i get to cast or i get to roll my damage yes sir bada boom bada bing it's a bunch of D4, and it's 17 damage. Damn. Nice. That's that's good shit. All right. Uh, Roth, did you move closer to that one? or I moved behind uh, Mavelich. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they can probably move five. Yeah. So with their short time. The two shuls will take their turns. Uh, the one tries once again to pinch at Miss Daphne, and Daphne does a 25 hit with whatever crazy things you can throw at it. Mm, yes. Okay. I assume the 13 misses just naturally mm-hmm. normally. All right. So with this first claw, it kind of slams down when the barrier dissipates. The second claw reaches in, pincers you. Go ahead and take nine damage, and you are now grappled. Yeah, it is. Believe me. Meanwhile, the second one has pincered her to Susan, and Susan is now looking extremely rough Gilby and Mavelich are continuing into attack as are their crew people. Ooh, the one crewman has stepped up and it has stabbed the one that Will has been fighting, killing him. Kind of high fives Will. Ready Freddy steps up, up thanking Ms. Daphne for her previous spell help. He tries to free her and does uh, a surprisingly high amount of damage. 
pitch against uh, the Shure. Well, and the Shure is looking very, very rough now, almost on death's door. The other one that tried to free Gilby, not not doing very much, but here. Mavelich and Gilby, the attack, and Mave, which kind of, he's struggling to hit this crawdad as its arms are flailing. He's really trying to break off a claw, but a free Susan, he's not doing much, but Gilby stabs down into the hand of his uh, shul that's attacking him, doing a little bit more damage, trying to break free, or break Susan free, I should say. And we're back at Ander. All right, so I'm going to resummon my duplicate over by the shul that's with Gilby. So now we're both over on the ship that isn't sinking. I'm going to use my first attack to attack the shul that's got Daphne. Uh, so that is a 21 to hit. It's... So that'll be nine damage. Okay. And did that uh, take care of it? It doesn't. What? It doesn't. It doesn't? It doesn't. It had 12 health, 12 health left. All right. I'll, I'll attack that one again. Oh, that <laughs> does a 23 hit. It does. All right. Why don't you tell us how you want to kill this lobster for the second time? Uh, I do the same thing I did last time. I'll take off both of its claws and uh, put them in the chest on my back for uh, for a fine dinner later. Um, and then I'll use my last charge of Unleash Incantation uh, to attack through my Echo on the shul that's got Gilby. But I'm guessing a 14 doesn't hit. Does not. All right. That's my turn. All right. Rot. So this shul is dead? Yep. From where I'm standing, I yell at the shul and one of the frightened sailors, and I like, and I say, "Y'all like cheddar bay biscuits? Hell yeah! Too bad you'll never see them again." And I cast darkness uh, right here. It's a 15 foot radius shul and one sailor. And Gilby and Susan. Uh, no, I wouldn't say whoever this. Is. That's Mayflitch. Okay, Mayflitch. Gilby and Susan. They don't. <laughs> darkness spreads from point you choose within 15 foot sphere of duration. Darkness spreads from around corners. A creature with dark vision cannot see through this darkness, and non-magical light cannot illuminate it. So they are all basically blind. Okay. And I'm going to move back here. It stays at the point of casting. Yeah. So, uh, Daphne, you are up, and as Ander has killed well, the shul, has got you grappled, you've been released back onto the ground. Yay. Does Ander look like he's hurt at all? Yes. Uh, I'm going to move over to him and... Uh, place my hand on his shoulder and cure thank you uh so he's healed for seven health uh and then i'm going to move my mechanical lizard over to him he's gonna get four bonus health awesome and that's the turn at just about double my available health <laughs> although kind of surrounded in darkness uh the deckhands are or the the pirate here at crew are gonna go around and try to punch susan and or stab at her with their little little bitty daggers and their daddy stabbies are, are landing as she's a giant snake and susan has been stabbed to death and she topples over uh kind of throwing in gilby to the ground or throwing gilby off of her damn is she is susan dead dead or could a could a healing spell potentially help a healing spell could uh, could be helpful all right i'm going to hire all my healing spells touch that was stupid all right 
How far away am I? Um, yeah, you're pretty far away. Shit. Well, yeah. Never mind. I, I mean, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna start running over there to try to stay light suit, but I can. Uh, am I close enough to do a melee attack on the uh, the shul? My clouded daggers should also still be. Yes. Yep. You do the clouded daggers is still in effect, and you were able to do a melee attack on the shul. Hell yeah! Melee attack incoming with a rapier. Duh, uh, well, that's probably not gonna hit though. Uh, twelve. Twelve hit. Twelve does not hit. All right, I just I just try to stab at it, and the and the rapier comically uh, bends, um, and but doesn't pierce. I'm just kind of like boy, boy, boy. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, sorry about that. Goodbye, and uh, <laughs> and that's my that's my turn. All right, the uh, the remaining in shul turns turns on you and on Mayblitch. But does it it takes a little damage first because it because it didn't leave it didn't leave the area of the clouded dagger. Yeah. It takes it takes a little it takes a little eighteen damage right there. Okay, okay, I see, I see you eighteen damage. All right, and it dies and is unable to attack me. Ha ha. Uh, well, it missed its attack on Mayblitch. Oh, good, thank God. The seasoned warrior ducks under its claws. Uh, unfortunately, but thankfully for you, the nat twenty doesn't hit because of disadvantage of darkness. But the other one still does. Oh no. Uh, I'm gonna need you to take eleven damage. I am down. I'm down again. It's not an episode without Will being down. I did so much better this time, though, you guys. I was in a crow's nest, for, or not a crow's nest, but I was, like, hanging back for a while, not taking any damage. I probably should have done a healing spell at some point, but what are you going to do? Well, I know what Mavelich is going to do, and that's step up and try to strike at the claw that's uh, holding you, and he raises his warhammer, and he smashes down on this claw, delivering a, a sharp blow to it. Not quite enough to free you, um, but but a good, good damage. Wait, I'm dead and grappled? I'm unconscious and grappled? Yeah, it's, it's trying to eat you. That sucks. Thanks, Mavelich. Yeah, don't worry, he's trying to free you, though. God, that's a terrifying place. Uh, Andrew, you're up. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna go over and engage the shul as well with Mavelich, and attack twice uh does a 16 hit 16 hits yes all right great uh so i hit once uh that's seven damage okay shul has crossed the threshold and is now bloodied hang in there will okay i told i said i'd make my own decisions instead of going to attack the shul he's going to go up to will's body and cast spare the dying so does that not work with grappled he's grappled so it reached forward and grabbed him Oh, and pulled it in. Yep. Then so, scrap that. You're not taking my friend. And I double Eldritch Blast. And a 10 doesn't hit. And I doubt a 13 hits either. It does not. Also, you should probably be rolling a disadvantage if he's clouded in darkness. Okay. Do you want me to roll worse than the two that didn't hit? <laughs> nope. <laughs> just, just putting that out there. I can see. I'm just aiming for the big black spot. Yeah. That your friend is now involved in. Do you want me to roll again at disadvantage if I crit fail, I hit Mavelich? Actually, yes. Although <laughs> uh, it's hitting Will. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. They're better, both better rolls. Okay. Uh, Daphne, you are up. Sick. Uh, and we're going to uh, shoot the bug. Okay, we're not going to shoot the bug. Uh, but we will... Um... Are we not shooting the bug because we missed, or are we not shooting the bug? We've missed the bug. <laughs> Did we roll at disadvantage, and did we critically fail and hit Will? No. Are we rolling at disadvantage? We are, because the bug is shrouded in darkness. Okay. 
the second one would have hit, so <laughs> we're taking the one that didn't hit. Unfortunately, yes. Bummer. Uh, God, I don't have anything else I can do with that. All right, I passed my turn then. Uh, Rot, with fear, they can't attack you and they can't move closer to you, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless you break my concentration. Have you broken concentration? I haven't been hit. Have you done any other spell that requires concentration? Not that I'm aware of. Does darkness? That's what I'm checking. Yep, so it's dark, but not feared anymore. Okay. They still have to move through that darkness. Yep, which has all of their weaponry. Or... Yeah, it's all they can... Are they able to find their weapons in the dark? Or they can move around mm-hmm. and swarm Gilby, the poor goblin man. And we'll actually have this one go over and attack. Sorry, guys. Uh, no problem, man. Only one of them is actually going to do damage to Gilby. With the little short daggers. Yeah, oh, short daggers, not short swords. Is the person that hit him within five feet of me? No. Ah, okay. And then the uh, other one is going to attack and critically fail attacking in the um, crewman that is within five feet of you. Uh, when he attacked that crewman, uh, was the a- attacking person within five feet of me? Yes. All right. I will use my sentinel attack to hit him. Hit him. Come on. Come on. Yeah, 16 to hit. Hits. And that's seven damage. So as he goes to attack uh, the crewman from the Gedzed, I will lash out in the dark uh, and just find like a bit of him that's not as armored and do some damage. Death saving throw. Here come. Uh, 20. Ah. Oh, shit. What's a 10? Is a 10 a success? I think so. I think death saving throws are weighted slightly in your favor. Okay, that's one success. Man, that was too close, though. I don't like that. And that's my turn. I don't think I can do anything else while I'm unconscious. The shul, uh, it's going to release you. It's going to drop you and take two swings at Mavelich, hitting the first and missing the second. And Mavelich has been downed, so he will be making death-saving throws on his turn. Uh, He succeeds, but Gilby misses his attack. We're back at the top of the order with Ander. Do I need to be making attacks at disadvantage since I'm in melee with the shul? Yes, attacking the shul will be a disadvantage because you're stabbing into darkness. All right. Or you can turn around and fight some of the crewmen who are uh, on the other side kind of coming around on you. Sure. I'll, uh, I'm, I think my echo is still outside of the darkness, so I will switch places with it. So it is now in combat with the uh, shul. And then I'll move to attack the uh, crew members. Does a 12 hit? Does not. All right. The second one was a 23. Hits. Ooh. All right. That's six damage. All right. You've killed the crewman in that you, uh, you sentineled with last time. Awesome. Four crewmen remaining. Rot, you're up. Uh, quick question. What's going on with our, our side crewman? Oh, your side crewman, I meant to say this, this previously, they're um, busily trying to unhook some of the hooks and ropes that were thrown over to kind of like entwine the two boats. So that way the sinking boat does not pull your boat under. Beautiful. Love it. Um, last you said was the shul was looking bloody before it was cast in the darkness. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, I'm going to dispel, I'm going to break my concentration with darkness for a clear shot at due to Eldritch Blast at it. Okay. Does a 21 hit? 
Yes. There's an unnatural 20 hit. Yes. So um, 13 and 13, 26 damage. Damn, he is looking rough. Jesus, I could not have done more damage with that. <laughs> yeah, the shul's got, a, got kind of a, a fair amount of health. No, I believe it. That was that was as hard as I could blast that sucker. Daphne, you are up. I will shoot the fucking water bug. 21. Fuck off. 11 damage. It is grasping for life at this moment. God damn it. And the deck people are now swarming at Gilby. And they are going to give him some of the good old stabby stabs. Two of them are hitting. They still only have the knives. They've not kind of stopped attacking to go grab other weaponry. Uh, if any of them are in fi- within five feet of me, I'm going to attack back as well. They are not. Uh, but Gilby is Gilby is pretty weak. He is barely standing, barely hanging on at this moment. He's not really a fighter-y type. He's kind of, you know, a goblin-y type. <laughs> uh, Will, go ahead and give us another death saving throw. Will do. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to remind, I can't remember if, you, if you've done this already, but Rot and Ander should both have a D8 that they can add to almost any role that they want to. I damage used, or I didn't use yours. I forgot about it. How would it work out if I wanted to be like, oh, I used it at my 26 attack with at tiles point, 11? Too late. Yeah, I figured it's three turns. Yeah. Too. Well, just remember, you can add it to an attack roll or a save or damage. You can also add it to damage if you want because of a, a a feat. Or not a feat, but like the Bard College that I went to. Fucking college. But I rolled an 18. So that's one more save. One more success. So I'm, I got, I'm getting better. <laughs> not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. Shoot the whoop. But still being held by the shul, right? Yeah, he dropped <laughs> it because he wants to use the claws for other things. Yeah. Okay. He's dead. And by those other things, I need attacking you, Ander. Perfect. Oops. Both claws. Well, what is your armor class? Yep. Eight. Yeah, a 22 and a 19. Dang. Okay. Mm. Go ahead and take 18 damage between the two claws as they uh, snap and grab both uh you know, both your upper half and your limbs, and you feel yourself, like, almost being, like, he's trying to rip you in half. Ow. He'll be stabs at it and does does a little bit of damage. Oh, but do you guys want to let Gilby kill it? I'm fine with that. Gilby? Sure. We still got four Sailor Boys. In. Gilby, with his dying breath, or, you know, kind of last little breaths, takes his scimitar up and slices his at it, toppling in the, uh, the shul. Good work. Good work, Goblin Man. Uh, I'll go around him and try to block him from the other crewmen, and I will attack them as well. Uh, so the first one's a 23 to hit, uh, so that's 7 damage, and then an 8 to hit, so I'm guessing that does not hit. Does not. All right, and then I will use my uh, second wind to regain a little bit of health. How much health do you have left? Uh, so I just healed eight, so I am now at 16. All right. Rot, you're up. Uh, Rot is going to run along the side of the deck and do a little slide. That's Mavelich, correct? Yeah. He's going to slide up to Mavelich's uh, dying body and cast Great of Dying. Okay. He is up with one HP. Nicely and done. And then he's going to run back to there, 15 feet back. All right. So Mavelich is up. Mavelich is up. The party's starting to... 
finally see the the end. Uh, Daphne. Hoi. We're going to shoot one of the enemy crewmates. Does a right 22 hit. I'm just, I'm just, what? <laughs> what is the Scottish accent? Can Daphne just be Scottish from now on? Yeah. No. Please? That'd be great. Damn. Oh, good things never last. <laughs> uh, 13 at damage. All right. Uh, that is their HP. So actually their HP is 12. So boom, you have shot a crewman. Uh, you know, how you want to shoot him? How you want to kill him? Where's the shot? Uh, I'm going to shoot him right in the heart. and He's going to fall over dead. Just stone dead. Uh, the three the remaining crewmen, uh, two of them are stabbing at Ander. And one is stabbing at Gilby. Uh, none of them are landing any of these hits. They've got their little short daggers and, you know, Gilby's sprying up to outlast them. Come in. They're, you know, kind of just lunging. They don't want to get too close to Ander with the swords. So we're back to Will. Here we go. One more death save. I think I can do it. Come on. Give it to me. Oh, yeah. That's a 15. I'm alive. I lived, bitch. Yeah, I have one HP now. Oh, God. <laughs> did, I, did I do the thing again? Yeah, welcome back, my friend. Thanks. Ow. As Mavelich, you know, regains consciousness, he grabs back up his... Warhammer stepping forward and just top down smashes one of the remaining crewmen straight into the ground. Drops that hammer on his head. Uh, Gilby also gets up and stabs at one of the two remaining crewmen and doing a, a little bit of damage. All right. I'll go ahead and attack the one that Gilby just stabbed. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. So he takes eight damage. Okay. And he is downed leaving just one remaining crewman alive. I will go ahead and attack him as well. That's a 15 to hit again, and 11 damage. He has one HP left. And I'm just going to say, surrender now. Raw, you and Daphne each have turns before or he, he can, he's got his action. And there's oh. only one guy left with one HP. One guy left, one HP. I, wanna, I want to call for help from my entire crew and team. You guys, he's basically a bloody pulp. He's still got a tongue, though. Grab him. Let's see what we can find out from him. All right. Daphne, are you also going to into, uh, go along with this? Sure. The last crewman throws down his arms on his turn and says, huh? I, I surrender. I, yeah, you, you guys got me. Nah, good work, everyone. Someone help Susan. It's us again. Adam and Nate. We wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of Low Initiative. If you could do us a favor and leave a rating and a comment on your favorite podcasting platform. It would be greatly appreciated. Also, follow us on Facebook. Or send us an email at lowinitiativednd at gmail.com. Just send us character ideas or thoughts and comments, whatever you'd like. And we'll see you next episode.